Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of a... The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is, a Friday, the 14th day of April, 2023. Thanks for being... Here, my name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. Happy Friday. There's Nelson. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say congratulations to my little guy, Roman. He was awarded Student of the Month today. Oh, Student of the Month. Yeah. For his improved uh, reading and math skills and his uh, listening and his helpfulness with other students and teachers. So congratulations, Romy. You're celebrating a month award, Yay. not a year. It should be a year, but we, we'll, we'll go slow. We'll work up. They give it to the kids each month. That's crap. No, it's not. <laughs> that is crap. It's the pack Raising a bunch back. of weak kids right there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I know. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, I was really proud of him, especially because uh, for those who don't know, my little boy's on the spectrum. Yeah. And so he's had some struggles growing up, and he's really adapted to school. And in the last, like, six months, he has just exploded with what he's known. So I'm just really proud of him. You should be. Well, yeah. and you, we don't talk. Probably, I don't think we have talked about the biggest issue that he has. Me as a dad? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's his greatest oh, challenge, yes. <laughs> when he says he's on the spectrum, he means like, do I like him? Do I uh-huh. not like my dad? Should I leave? Should I run away? <laughs> it's weird how he's always got a stick with a little bag on the end of it, you know, the little, little handkerchief full of stuff. All right, your phone number, 916-909-0985. That's cool. Congratulations Thanks, there, man. Roman. Uh, you can get us on the Odyssey app. That's free. Uh, the podcast there as well, especially if you're looking for something to listen to over the weekend. Also on thebaileyshow.com, our social media. And listen to the BS on Instagram and Facebook. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, if you choose, at The Bailey Show is where you can find us. A uh, big weekend for downtown Sacramento, right? We yes, got it is. Kings uh, will host the Warriors tomorrow at the Golden One Center, and uh, there's like people. It's it's really neat to see. I, I'm one I'm one of those softies that think it's really cool when people sing in unison, dance in unison, sing the national anthem in unison, and when a city um, comes together to support their sports teams. Absolutely, and they're going to be having a huge pep rally to support going on as well. So it's just going to be a celebration. I feel like all weekend. Yeah, it's it's cool. They're, they're I was reading an article about uh, they're taking precautions to make sure that you know everything goes okay because you're going to have mm-hmm. people from out of town, and it, you, you never want to be the city that lights a car on fire to celebrate. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, yes. there are some dumb things that people do in this world, but. When you destroy your own city, whether through protest or celebration, right. never understood it. It just, it, like, go destroy your own house. Will they be greasing any, uh, like, light poles? You know, they, sometimes they do that in Philly because they like to tear down light poles in the street. Well, I mean, this is only game one. So, I mean, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure if we get to the finals, <laughs> that's a different conversation. Sure. But I never quite understood. You know, it's usually, a lot of times it's the people that come into the city. So, you know, like. That tear up the city, not the people that's from there. 
Uh, yeah, not all the time. Well, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, like, I mean, we've seen the protests before. And yeah, we have. People just destroy their own city, and uh, it, I, I'm always blown away by people that defend them. Like, well, they're just... No one's going to listen unless they Molotov cocktail the cop car. <laughs> or bust down windows and, mm-hmm. and loot and steal yeah. TVs. Nobody's going to listen to that guy's opinion unless he takes 20 pair of J's. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what difference are you making? Hey, hey, like you watch it on TV and you just want to grab these people. And yes, you're these people. And you want to pull them aside and say, hey, get in my car. We're going to go to your house and do the same thing. <laughs> I, I, you just sit back and you watch it. All right, you sit, just sit, stay in the car. I'm going to go do the same thing to your house and see how you feel. Exactly. Right. It's it's nuts, but the sports stuff. I, I won't say it's even worse because you're celebrating. You know, and, and it's supposed it, to be a happy time. It's supposed to be a happy time. What's the wildest thing you've seen in like a win celebration? Well, I don't think I've ever been a part of a city that's had a winning. No, the only thing that I've been kind of a part of the aftermath is when the Braves won. I did go down kind of after all the stuff was happening, but I didn't see anything too crazy. People celebrated. I didn't see anything tore up. It, it, went, it wasn't bad. Uh-huh. Maybe when my alma mater, the University of Central Florida, go Knights, won mm-hmm. the national championship. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I can't say that's because they did not. But right, I mean, right. Not. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember, <laughs> it, it, I don't remember it, it, that happening. But. Well, <laughs> we, we claimed it. Right. You know, it was after the Peach Bowl year beating Auburn, and we claimed it, but nobody gave it to us because – that we didn't really get. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a sports thing, I guess. You have to understand. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't put myself in a situation where there's a lot of people. I don't like to be around a lot of people unless I'm oh this far away. Right. You get you know? a little bit of a distance. I, I, I and it's not because I'm a snob, it's just because it's a claustrophobic call what you mm-hmm. want. I don't know what it is, but it's just I like if the, there's a celebration, like say the Kings win the whole thing. There's a celebration down there. Unless I'm working for the radio station I'm not going to go down there. Just watch that one. Yeah, I, I'll watch from a distance, mm-hmm. and I'll cheer, and I'll, you know, I look, I got my brand new King sweatshirt on, I bought on Amazon. I'm and it supporting, looks nice. I'm native, right? Right. Supporting, <laughs> supporting the home team. Yeah. Very excited, but I just, you know, it's, it's too many people. It's like a lot of problems happen. And they, they have, um, it's called Pubs, Clubs, and Bars. It's a it's club uh, quarterly training, and it's conducted by the Sacramento Code Compliance. This is neat. Sacramento police and the fire staff in Sacramento uh, work together with business owners in the area, and they you know go through responsibility, you know, alcohol, first aid. They even go through what to do in an active shooter situation. Oh wow! Which drives me insane that we have to train for that, but I get it. Uh, you know, with again, they're locally they're saying you know with people coming into our our city, mm-hmm. uh, just got to be. You gotta watch out. Uh-huh. You know, you just get because people want to cause problems. Yeah, and there's gonna be a lot of people under the influence of alcohol, which we know heightens the problems that's caused if you were sober. So they gotta take precautions. In the '90s, I watched a man walk out of his house on the street I lived on because I'm from Nebraska, and in the '90s we were like Alabama light when it came to college football. Tommy Frazier. And when Tommy Frazier and the team won the first of the three that they won in the 90s, our neighbor walked outside drunk and fired his shotgun straight into the air three times. <laughs> and everyone else just went, yeah, Huskers! I was like, what is happening? <laughs> you know what that's called in Alabama? Uh, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Frazier, Manatee County boy. 
uh, played in Florida. Yeah. Love I touchdown, when, Tommy. I knew, I knew when he was in high school. Then he got that blood clot. Yeah, he would have been such a good pro quarterback, and the blood clot cost him cost him all of it. So just be careful going down. I know there's uh, rallies and stuff going on right now. Uh, our buddy, rally starts at five. Yeah, uh, D'Lo yeah. from our sister station uh, is going to join us. So. He can intelligently, we can intelligent. Well, we can listen to him intelligently <laughs> talk basketball, and we can just agree with everything he says. Listen, Amen. I was down there sneaking, trying to listen to this show before we went on, <laughs> so I could hear something and then come back here and like sound real sportsy. And I was so confused, I just walked away, kind of a little. I felt a little defeated, like <laughs> I couldn't pick up nothing from that. <laughs> I, I told him the other day. I said, Dude, "I go, you're really good at what you do." And he says, "Well, I appreciate that." And I said I tried the sports talk radio for a year, and it was I failed miserably. I, you know, it's just it's not my cup of tea. I like talking sports, especially if it's lifestyle stuff, but I just can't do it every day. Right. And and the the sports audience is, I mean, you think it's bad coming into a town and following a show or you know being on a stage, whatever. It's nothing compared to being on a sport. It's it's like politics. I can't even imagine having to figure out what to talk about <laughs> for and, hours. And, and, and they like have these nerdy con- like arguments, like what's better for two hours? Let's take phone calls. Who's a better quarterback? Right. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So I, I was like, God, I, I don't know how you do it. You just you sit there and you talk basketball every day and you do it well. They do. And it's like never the same. And uh, I go and he goes, well, I don't know how you do what you do. And I said, well, this is easy. Right. You know, I got two people. I just sit, bring up something and sit back and let them talk. <laughs> <laughs> just put my name on the show. That's all I do. Um, I know you're not going to want to hear this, Golden State Warriors fans, because I know there's plenty of you here. But you are on my list of the top ten worst fan bases in sports. Oh, and I didn't think so. I didn't either. And I don't know why. Maybe somebody can explain that to us. Uh, I know that, like, you look at the Eagles. Probably top of my head, the Eagles got to be the worst. And Jaguars fans. You think you wouldn't put Raiders fans up in there? No, I like Raiders fans. Okay, they're badasses. You know. I don't know. If you ever had a uh, altercation with a sports fan, some people just get out of control. They do. You know? They really do. And there's some cities like Atlanta where we just moved from where Atlanta fans are, are very docile. They'll just take it. Like you can sit behind them and heckle and they won't turn around and say anything. It's the they weirdest thing. They don't want to fight. They don't want to fight. It's so odd. <laughs> and I, be honest with you, I don't either. But you know, I'd probably sit there and take it because I don't want to fight either. You heckle me, we fighting. Worst sports fan bases, in your opinion? We will have this conversation. I can give you some examples. Actually, some of the worst fan celebrations as well. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Worst sports fan bases. We'll get to that here in just a minute. If you have any uh, 916-909-0985, there's pictures today taken uh, for the first time in two years. People were worried about Jack Nicholson. He's 85, and he hadn't been seen in 18 months. Mm. And his friends were like, he's a recluse. You know, we're worried about him. Let's check on him. So the first time he's been photographed was, I guess, today or in or around. And he's, where was he at? He's at his house oh. in the in in the in the hills, Beverly Hills. His ten million dollar house that looks like it's a, you know, at least from these pictures, like a four hundred thousand dollar house. Modest and, is what you're saying for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just modest for ten, 10 million. Well, well. It, it is Beverly Hills, but he walks out. And he's got like joggers and this peach 
T-shirt that he looks like he's been wearing for 18 months. His hair's all over the place, and he's yawning. He <laughs> looks like he just woke up from a nap that lasted 18 months. So he's been hibernating. Right. It's like, it's like, oh, man, that Ambien. <laughs> It'll get you. Uh, but he's 85, and, you know, he's, he looks good. He's Jack Nicholson. I mean, he's uh, he's the man, right? How much of it is that the Lakers haven't been, like, all-star Lakers, you know? Because he's real famous for being, like, first, oh, he, front and second row. And, he's their guy. Right. Yeah, he's their guy. Like uh, Spike Lee is to the Knicks. Uh-huh. Uh, Jack Nicholson is to the Lakers. I don't think the Kings have one. Not that I know of. What, Sam maybe, Elliott, maybe? Maybe we'll ask Elo. He would know, right? <laughs> yeah, we have to make sure yeah. we ask him about that. Every fan base has to have, like, the number one fan. Uh-huh. I remember when I lived in Orlando, there was a defense attorney who's a friend of mine. I don't know if he does it anymore because he's up there in age. But he was the Orlando Magic fat guy. And <laughs> he was just a, a, a round dude with long He looked like the penguin. You know, he looked oh. like Danny DeVito. <laughs> And he just he would run around in these shiny jackets and get everybody excited. And it was like when the magic first came about in you know the late eighties or whatever it was, you know Shaq and Penny and Dennis Scott and all those guys. You know every team has kind of got the celebrity that's there. It's very important, right? Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with this list of the ten worst fan bases in sports because we're talking with the Kings. You know it's a it's a big weekend, a big game tomorrow, first game in the playoffs against the Warriors. And, you know, it's 16-year droughts, you know, so it's a lot of people are going to be down there. And Golden State is actually on this list as the seventh worst fan base, which, you know, I'm a, I'm, a fan, I'm a fan of sports in general, more football and tennis than anything else. But I've never heard of anything bad come from, like, the Golden State Warrior fans. Like, you never hear. You always hear it's the Eagles. You hear it's the Steelers. Any pick-your-soccer team. Yeah, hooligans. In this case, the reason why the Golden State Warriors made the list is not because they're rowdy. It's because they're saying they have fair-weather fans. So they're saying before Steph Curry even came to the the team, they had like 17 fans. And now that he's there, 20 million people are claiming to be fans. So that's why they made this list. Well, number one is Miami Heat. Yeah. And And that's because. It's got to be fair-weather again, right? No, whatever that big playoff game that they had, a bunch of the fans got up and walked out because it looked like the Heat was going to lose, and then they did that big comeback, uh-huh. and everybody was trying to come run back inside the stadium, and they locked them out. So that's why they're on the list because it's, like, hilarious that you left out before the game was over, and then the team came back oh. and won. See, I'm thinking worse fans as far as, you know, the people that go out and blow up cars after they win. Uh-huh. I, yeah, didn't no. th- I didn't think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dallas, yeah, Dallas Cowboy fans, number two. I despise Cowboys fans. Yes. Everybody does. I don't I don't understand why Dallas Cowboys get so much heat. I grew up a Redskins, or I'm sorry, Commanders. You know, guy in the Washington. I had to pick a team when I was a kid, living mm-hmm. in Maryland. And it was either the the Baltimore Colts. Yes, that's how you say it up there, Baltimore. Baltimore Colts or the Washington Washington Redskins. <laughs> and the Colts were horrible. And so I took the Redskins. They had Thiesman and and Riggins and Monk and all those guys. Manly. So you, I just went for the better team, and that's how I became a fan as a kid. And you stayed there. Uh, well, I stayed a fan, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what matters. Uh, the Patriots at number three, yeah. they have the worst fan base because they. I don't agree with that either. People are jealous. When you win that, when you win that much, people hate you. Yeah. People hate winners. It's yep. the oddest thing. We live in a country where 
We like to see people be torn apart. That's why reality television is so successful. Uh You don't watch for the person that accepts the award and does well on the show. You watch for the crazy bitches scratching each other's eyes out and throwing wine at each other. (laughs) Exactly. That's what drama. That's what we. Yeah, you want the drama. That's what we live for. Mm -hmm. You know. That's why the news never has anything positive. If they do, they kind of just sprinkle it in four deep. Right in the middle of both drama segments. (laughs) Little Willie finally wins Special Olympics. We're very proud. Okay, that's great. Three shootings. Exactly. That's exactly how they do it. And then we get to Little Willie. <laughs> I'm glad that the Patriots have started uh, sucking because I am a Patriots fan, but I got in when when uh, Brady was playing. So I, now I can say that I'm a real fan because I stayed after he left. The Celtics <laughs> at four, Red Sox at five, St. Louis Cardinals at six, Golden State at seven, University of Texas at eight, uh, I don't know about that. Nine. Oh, Texas Not- fans are awful. Notre Dame. How can you hate on Notre? I mean, they're all religious. Yeah, uh- it's like you hate God, <laughs> right? If you say I hate Notre Dame fans, it's like you hate God and you hate Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, she talked to Montana and Rudy's all a joke anyway, though. It didn't go down like that. It's no. It wasn't a Cinderella story. It it it, it, it was there. It just uh, it was there. It just wasn't as what Hollywood made it. <laughs> Well, they're mad at Notre Dame fans because they say they act like they're Alabama when they haven't won many championships. Well, but the problem with that is because they're not part of a Power Five conference, so they can't get into the playoffs. Yeah, Nikki, I bet you didn't know that. I sure didn't. Yeah. I'm just telling you what the streets say. But they you did invent. They did invent. They had the four <laughs> horsemen. Yeah, yeah. They did invent the uh, the the what was it uh, the veer or the option the option yeah the option which then right. my team that Pretty I grew cool. up with Nebraska uh, really put into play after they br- made it <laughs> and then the Eagles fans at number ten I can agree with that Eagles fans are rough but you know what I don't hate them for it they're just very proud of their city yeah just don't go into an Eagles game in an, an opposing jersey I I don't go like I went to a Kings game uh, during the season had a great time everybody was very nice very pleasant. Actually, I had a really good time. Uh, they know how to put on a show for the game. Not only just the players, but like they're playing music while they're bouncing the ball. Uh, the guy that works the microphone is, without a doubt, one of, if not the best uh, stick workers I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of them. He's really good. I don't know who he is. He's really good. We had the Red Panda you know, at halftime. Yeah, I want to go to a game. That older Asian lady that was on a unicycle that was, you know, balancing bowls <laughs> life doesn't get and i had a big old hot dog you know but i never felt like the opposing team even though it was a regular season game was going to come at me mm-hmm. yeah i've always felt safe anywhere i was at regardless of what like jersey i was wearing what's the worst sport sport in general the fans it's got to be. It's got to be soccer. 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 Yeah. I was about to say soccer. Yeah. soccer. When you have ninety thousand people at a game, yeah, somebody's gonna get crazy and rowdy, and they all end up on the field or the pitch. Sorry, mm-hmm. afterwards, the pitch, and everything is destroyed. Football. Everything is destroyed. Don't bring that over here. American soccer hasn't got that far. Mm-mm. Thank God. Anyway. Well, we hope everything's safe uh, downtown this weekend. I'm sure it will be. You're good people, right? And they're prepping really good. You should be able to take your kid to a a sporting event and not have to worry about any uh, shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Right. No tomfoolery. No horn swoggling. (laughs) 
None of that stuff. <laughs> All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to give you an update on Jamie Foxx, and I'm going to tell you where a $25,000 reward is being handed out. Do you really have an update? I've been looking all day. I haven't seen anything. I got an update for you. All I see is people giving him well wishes. Yep, got right. an update. All right. Uh, collective Soul tickets also, or actually it's a you picket for Game of Tones, so that's going to be happening in about 20 minutes if you want to hang around. All right, headlines here. Just a minute. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Stand by for news. Here we go. First round of headlines. Good, Nikki D. Jamie Foxx's movie producers say the show must go on. H1. And, you know, of course, you know, uh, Cuba Gooding got the part and, and, and anyone Oscar. But I had to learn how to bring it down. And then later on, I did Collateral with Tom Cruise and then got nominated for an, um, an Oscar. So we reported that Jamie Foxx was in the hospital. Um, he had a medical emergency that he suffered. Um, they were filming down in Atlanta, and the the film crews are saying they want to go forward with filming. He's still in the hospital. They're running tests. There's no word on when he'll be able to go back to work. What's wrong with him? Well, they have not officially put out what's wrong with him. There are some rumors that have been put out, and I'm sure those rumors probably come from some of the staff that is in the hospital where he is. Um, but they haven't officially said what's wrong with him. What's the rumors? The rumors is that he had a brain aneurysm. Oh, no. Yeah, that's that's what the rumors are um, of what's happening. So, again, it's not been confirmed. Those are just rumors. So they, they what are they going to get, like a, uh, a stunt use, double or something? Yep, they are using a stunt double. Um, it was filmed. Uh, pictures was taken with Travis Parker doing a scene with Cameron Diaz, and they just have him with, like, a jacket kind of covering his face up. So, from the outside looking in, it looks like he could be Jamie Foxx. So I guess he's doing a few scenes because they're trying to have this wrapped up by next week. Don't you feel kind of ripped off? You know, if you spend <laughs> money to go see the movie and you're a big Jamie Foxx fan and, you know, J- Jim Mc- McGallagher is, <laughs> is the stunt double. <laughs> and he, 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 like, doesn't get any top billing, but, the you know, you're, you're like, oh, that's Jamie. No, that was Jim McGallagher. Who's Jim McGallagher? I don't know, stunt double, I guess. <laughs> But most people will never even know. People never pay attention to stunt doubles, unfortunately. So if they don't hear us talking about it, they probably will never even know it happened. Yeah, but we know that it exists. Oh yeah, all the, for for actors all across the board, not just this. The, the, they actors, the big actors, actually have people that are on set that don't that 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 aren't their stunt double, but they're like three or four down the line of double that just stand on their mark. So they don't have to. Oh wow. wow! Now see, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they, I've I've got buddies in the biz. Okay. And they were on set, and they were one of the other the supporting cast. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't they weren't the big, but the, they'd have somebody come in and stand on the mark, so everybody else does their thing, so they can get those scenes shot while the the star is in their you dressing know, room, dressing or room or RV or something. Oh, that's neat. Somebody got neat. I mean, the fact you that you get paid millions of dollars, you lazy son of a bitch, come out there with the rest of the people. Hmm, I'd be gonna need more millions if you want me out there the whole time, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you want me to stand on this X for five million dollars? That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Why not? All right, go ahead. Finding a rock could land you twenty-five thousand dollars. H two. Well, if you are driving down a road in eastern Washington County over the next few weeks, you might see some people with metal detectors crawling over the woods there. 
So a meteorite was seen shooting through the sky between Maine and Canada on Saturday. And it's the reason why it's like people are going so crazy about it is because in the middle of the daylight, you could see it so vividly and clear. So the Maine and Mineral Gym Museum is now offering people $25,000. If you can go find a piece of this meteorite that broke off, you got to have 2.2 pounds or more, and they'll pay you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is. And you because it's so close to Canada, some pieces may be there as well. So whether you're a U.S. or a Canadian citizen, they'll still give you the money. I wonder how many people are going to go look for it. It's kind of looking for uh, what's uh, Finn's uh, treasure. Yeah, Errol Flynn. No, Errol Flynn's the actor. Oh, the which one's the? <laughs> yeah, he played like Moses or something. What am I thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> no, like uh, uh, like Phineas Finn or something. Oh. The guy that that hid the treasure in the in the mountains or something. Now, are you talking about the one that actually did it so you could go and find it? He's got a challenge, or the one that like was it like DB Cooper who was escaping, no. and not the guy who was escaping and crashed a plane. Finn's treasure. Finn's treasure. I got gotcha. Forest Finn. Yeah, the meteorites are fine until you get Martian cancer after you pick up 2.5 pounds of space rock. Errol Flynn. (laughs) That's the only Flynn I knew. Another. You remember him from that uh, awesome movie, The Seahawk from 1940? Oh, that's my favorite. I got a poster of it. (laughs) Errol Flynn. (laughs) Oh, that's in like Flynn. That's where that uh, comes from. You know, I, I. if you were to ask me before the show started, would you ever, the rest of your life, Jason Bailey, hear someone say Errol Flynn to you? I'd say no. And I'd put a lot of money on that. But you knew who he was. Well, I yeah. He was in The Warriors, which is great. want to come out and play. I mean, <laughs> Errol Flynn. Anyway, all right. Uh, you pick it. I got Collective Soul tickets, Hard Rock Live, or I've got Mastodon and Gojira. They are at the uh, Concord Pavilion. So we're going to do Game of Tones. Mm. Do I have my belt? I have the belt. All right. Because I am the Look reigning Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tone world heavyweight champion of Sacramento. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are. All right. All right. Uh, so you can pick either the champ, me, Nikki D, <laughs> and Nelson will have all kinds of noises, sounds, tones, if mm-hmm. you will. We have to buzz in and uh, guess the tones. Whoever has the most uh, points at the end of the segment obviously wins. Two points for music, one for the artist, one for the song this week's topic is a lot of points today it's all hype music for the kings oh you might be in trouble. we are gonna get hype today mm, 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 why mm. would i be in trouble do i'm I, the queen of hype do i not look hype no you don't i scream hype you definitely don't <laughs> we're gonna do today's topic is all songs jason doesn't know Nikki, good luck to you. <laughs> 916-909-0985 if you want in uh we'll do game of tones here in a minute it's the bs on any rock yes Show on 98 Rock. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, 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 I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Toes. Welcome back to the program. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Remember to get the Odyssey app. It's free. It goes on your phone. You can listen to podcasts and radio stations uh, all across the country, including Flea from the Chili Peppers. He's got himself a new podcast there as well. Uh, TheBaileyShow.com. That is our website. You can do all the same stuff there as well. Uh, and on the social media, listen to the BS on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Game of Tones time. So we've got Collective Soul 
tickets as well as Mastodon tickets up for grabs. Uh, Josh and Citrus Heights, who do you got playing for you? I'm playing with Nikki D. Let's go. Did you mean to say that? You know I'm here, right? I haven't been picked yet. <laughs> I'm the Tony Tone Tone yeah, world champion. No offense, no offense. Yeah, well taken. I mean, you. hey, try to guess this sound, Josh. All right, listen. What is that? Sounds like a horse running. No, that's my world heavyweight championship belt for Tony Tone, <laughs> being a Tony Tone Tone champion. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> all right, just so you don't forget it. That's what yeah, it fair enough, fair enough. Hang on, dude. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you jelly. <laughs> Adam and Sack, you're stuck with me, I guess, dude. All right, sounds good. All right, I mean, you're playing with a champ. <laughs> you should feel, right. should feel good about this. All right, hang on. All right, uh, hype songs. Hype songs. All for the Kings. Mm-hmm. All right, so we get two oh. points for each one. Your buzzing sound? Faith. And mine is, woo! All okay. right, we are ready. Here you go. Woo! Faith! Bailey. That is Survivor, Ugh. Eye of the Tiger. <gasps> Let's go! Oh, boy, you can't take my stuff. Get your own stuff. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for your second tone? Yeah. That's Nikki D. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, it is yes, Nikki it D. is. It is by a hair. That is Eminem. Uh huh. And the song is. Ooh, ooh. Lose yourself. Oh, that's. Oh, in the moment you want it, you better never let it go. Oh, oh. And here's your next tone. Boo! That'd be Bailey. That's poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing but a good time. And there he is. <laughs> It's been gone. (laughs) (laughs) Your next tone is this. Woo! Bailey D. I can't even hear it. Uh, You know what? Go ahead and play it again for her. Okay. Woo! (laughs) Bailey! That is the Beastie Boys. Oh my God, I'm gonna pass. No sleep till Brooklyn. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Wait, faith, what? faith, faith, mm. faith, faith. Nikki D. That's you got to fight for your right to oh, party. party. Hey. Let's go. I can't believe I was just I I was messing with her. Got in my own head. <laughs> Yeah, you let me hear too much of it. He had me questioning myself for a second. I go, I'm pulling my What an idiot. I'm an idiot. God. You're, you're Get your head back in the game, kid. <laughs> this is your next tone. Faith! Oh, come on. Come on. Please. Be right. Be right. It's, it's Be Bailey. Right. Thank oh, you. Oh, wow. It's Bailey. That is Queen. We are the champions. Oh, Faith, Faith, Faith. No, no, no. It <laughs> Nikki is, D. We will, we oh my God. will rock you. Ooh. He keeps splitting them. He keeps splitting points. <laughs> but it starts. Boom, boom. You know what boom, I mean. Yes, boom. yes, they do. Boom, Queen boom. is very confusing in the beginning. You are correct. As the hype songs continue. <laughs> oh, that's uh... <laughs> I, I mean, this is like, uh, that be no. You don't know it, Nikki. Keep on rocking. No, and the artist. <laughs> <laughs> keep on rocking. It's not Ro- it. Rocky Road. <laughs> Get, I, play it again. I'll give it to you again. How do I not know? Faith, never gonna stop. Oh, Nikki D. Started rocking. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
talking. Let the damn music play. Okay, here we go. One more time. The whole thing. He'll get it when he gets to the end, I think. Yeah. To the top and be a... Oh, woo! Nikki? Rockstar. No, shush. Woo! (laughs) Bailey? Jukebox hero. Ding. And who would be the artist? Billy Squire. God! That's incorrect. We will move on. That would be Foreigner. I haven't stopped. We get to keep keep going. I'm sorry. I thought you wanted to move. We've had several wrong guesses. That was my second guess. (laughs) I know it's Foreigner. (laughs) Game of Tones continues. Woo! Bailey. That is, oh my God, I, did, I didn't even hear it. Babe. That, oh, I stop. Four. That is, uh, that's Swiss Assistant. Okay. And the song? We're not going to take it. <laughs> oh, woo! <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> you don't know. He just tried to buzz me a little for Five, me. four, <laughs> we three. are not going to take it. <laughs> Babe. Five, Nikki. Rockstar. See, just uh, play it again. <laughs> One second. Babe, turn, turn up the music. No, stop. Babe, heck no, we won't go. Oh my God! Just go. Get what is it? That would be I want to rock. I want to oh, rock. I want to rock. Sheesh, Bailey. Uh, before you guys flip out on us for not knowing some of these, <laughs> it's very. It's a lot harder in the room. It right? really is. And and I always say this when people come at when come at us. Mm-hmm. You are always welcome to come into the studio and play. <laughs> like it is an open invitation. Come on down. If you think you can nail this game, you're more than welcome to come in and play. <laughs> Just as long. After the game is over and I'm right, you say, I, meaning you, am an idiot. Mm-hmm. All right? That's all I ask. All okay. Right, next one. Your next tone. Woo! Faith. Bailey. Faith. That is Dr. Dre. Oh, God. But can you give me the song? Yes, no. of course I can. No, he can't. Five. That is. Faith. Faith. Gin and Juicy says is Nikki D. That is still Dre. Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't got that. Uh-huh. Yeah, at least I got one of them. What's the score? Ooh. A lot to a little. No, it's only nine to five. <laughs> I'm catching two po- up. Two points each. You could uh, cut that lead in half with this tone. Woo! Bailey. Kickstart my heart by the curve. You two got points. two points? Two points for the man. Yeah, that's two different things I said. Yeah. Motley Crue, kickstart my heart. It I just did quick. it backwards. He got them both in. He is correct. Your next tone, now. Woo! Faith! Bailey, how are you in so fast today? He is on fire. Faith. Five. That is uh, Sisters for Love. Faith. Nikki D. That is Pump Up the Jam. Oh, pump yeah. Up the Jam. Pump it up. That is correct. Oh, well, I got, the, I got the title. You don't want to know the artist, dude. <laughs> All right, I got it. <laughs> Woo! Uh, she still has a chance to say the artist, is Okay, Bailey. Technotronics. That would no be way. correct. I remember listening to that. Know that. That would be correct. So I'm a music aficionado. Splitting the points. My buddy and I listened to it when I rode on the back of his scooter. 
<laughs> oh, 90s of you. No, this was 87, 88. Oh. <laughs> Here we go as we continue with your next tone. Woo! Bailey. It's just one of these days! Limp Biscuit. Okay, there's Limp Biscuit, but can you tell me the song? Yeah. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Mm. Okay. Nikki D for the steal. I didn't even hear the song. It's just one of those days where you don't oh. wake up. Oh. Woo! Sorry. Bailey. Break stuff. That would be correct. Long live Woodstock 99. I'd <laughs> love to give you any chance to say Woodstock, Woodstock 99. 99. Yes, I like to tee you up for that. Game of Tones, ready for your next tone? Yeah. Here is the goal. Nikki D. That is, uh, everybody dance now. I'm going to make you sweat, baby. Bay. And now can you give me the Wait artist? Hold on. Um, Whoa, hold, stop. Why did you just give her a ding? She just gave you 20 words. That's the whole That's title. That's the title of the song. That's the title. That is not the title. She gave it to me in reverse. But it's... It what? doesn't matter. Okay. You, she's got to give you the title of the song. I gave him the title. She gave me all of the words Are of the title. Are you kidding me right now? The, what did you say? Say it again. I said, everybody dance now. Gonna make you sweat. She gave me mm, one mm, extra mm, word. Baby. That's not the title. Would you like me to call you Nell? <laughs> now, oh I gave gosh. you a point the other day for giving me too many too many words. And those are the benefits of being a champion. No. No. <laughs> My point is on here. I need an answer now on the name of the song. She or, uh, the artist. Yeah, Excuse I me. I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Three, two, we'll make ton- ton- one. Woo. Guess. Bailey. You want to guess? No, you go. I already said it again. Uh, woo. Bailey. CNC Music Factory. The man knows his artist. How do you know that? The man knows his artist. He's a music guy. CNC Music year Factory. later, my buddy got another uh, scooter. No. We'll listen to that one. <laughs> here is your next tone. Bailey. That is ACDC Thunderstruck. Oh, now he's on a roll. Now he's not getting tripped up anymore, getting wrong songs. He is tearing it up. Game What's the score? The score is um, say it's so 16 sad. to 7. Are you drunk now? I'm not <laughs> drunk. What <laughs> language is that? <laughs> Sloppy. <laughs> Your next tone is this. Upside down. Bailey. Woo! Bailey, or it's Nikki D. Excuse me, that was an incorrect call out. Oh, whoop, there it is. Um, Woo! Whoop, there it is. Thought you knew. <laughs> I thought, and I do know. Woo! And that four, is by three tag team. No, oh, finally she got two points, huh? I was about to say the sixty-nine boys. That'd be tricky. <laughs> That's a little later. They came a little after that. Actually, I, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As the hype music continues for the Kings. Oh. Woo! Duh. Bailey. Pearl Jam. Okay. And the song? Even Flow. God. Is that really a hype song in an arena? I don't know. Oh, well, I've, I've heard it played at arenas, yes. Really? I got them. These are all off of uh, lists of hype songs that are played around the, the country. Okay. Are you ready for your next tone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo! Bailey. Here's all the, the, oh, the fellas trying to get right. let those ladies tell us. Right. That is Young MC. Okay, in the song? That is... Uh, Faith. Shh, I'm thinking. Faith. Shh, stop. Three. Come Go. on, count louder. Two. Faith. Young MC. One. Faith. Bust a move, bust a move. Oh, my God. Nelson, you counting so slow. I gave him, You well, just want him to get all the points. I get him the same slowness. You're like, uh, five. I count the same speed for you. Four. <laughs> Three. I can't like, believe you count. are. And for some reason, you're an opera sex phone operator. <laughs> that is awesome. Five, four, three. You're a horny Dracula. 
Game of Tones. <laughs> hey! Nikki D. Jump around. Okay, but can you tell me who sings it? Hold on. <laughs> Five. Four. Woo. Three. Woo. Woo. Two. House of Sounds. No, woo. Something with sounds. Oh. House of Pain. That would be correct. It's a house, house of Pain. Yeah. You got the right house. You had the wrong occupant. Why are you moving into an apartment? <laughs> <laughs> Game of Tones. Oh, this is. Um, oh, man. This mm. the. Hype. I danced to this song in the club. The oh, club. On the back of a scooter. Oh, this the, this that game. That song on that game. No. Yes, it is. God, it's a lot of game. places. Need an answer. Thing, plus, plus, minus, plus, plus. Uh, uh, my buddy DJ Jeff Retro plays it. I can Boy. tell you that. that. It's not DJ Jeff Retro. Come on, Three, come on, Nelson. Give me something good. Two, one. That would be Sandstorm by Darude. Darude. Sandstorm by Darude. I, I, no. I wouldn't have gotten Sandstorm with Darude. No. Your next tone is this one. Faith. Nikki D. That is Rick Ross. Okay, but who, what is he singing? He is hustling. The man is hustling. Yes. Is that the song? He's hustling? hustling? No, hustling, hustling is the. Oh, I, heard the I heard the song is he's hustling. All right, let's go. Let's okay. Go. What's the score? You got 16, I got 8. I'm coming back. Okay. I mean, I got 12. I'm coming back. Game of Tones. Woo! <laughs> okay, Bailey. Immigrant song, Led Zeppelin. That's when I think he's going to play something to help me. No. This should help you here. Woo! Bailey. Uh, the song title is Nikki D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Nikki D? Wait a minute, is this the same song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just potted it back up. Yeah. Oh, this is Woo! Bailey? This is Tim McGraw, uh, out, out, uh, out, uh, outlaw, outlaw Indian. Okay, doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Five. I didn't even four, hear no words. Three. You should know it by this. If you're going to know the song, you'd know it here. Two. One. Looks like. No. It's, it's a good sound. It's a country singer. Uh huh. No cowboys will be saved in this one. It is big and oh, rich. Oh, wait. Oh, I counted to five. I gave you five seconds. You got to let it breathe. Relax. <laughs> the bit is supposed to be chill. It's not like uh, this quick stuff. Just relax. Take was, a breath. You want to guess. No, I was just trying to give my girl a chance. No, because you points. gave him a hint and he was going to guess with your hint. Oh, I'll let you guess on it. I haven't given you the song title yet. Give me the song title. I refuse to answer it. <laughs> it's, save a, it's Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy is the name of the song. And it's big and rich. But I was getting there. I'm not giving you points. I know you're not giving me points because Mr. Speedy over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Next song. Oh. Whoa. Oh, hey, that's uh, Drowning Pool. Okay. Bodies. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dave Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody's redone that song. It was such a fantastic song. It's such a great band. Agreed. Amazing song. Your next song is this. Faith! Nikki D. All right. I don't know what you're going to accept for the title of this song. I will accept a modified first. I'm just going to say Paris. (laughs) 
That's me, wrong. It, can you give me more? It's more than I need more than I that. I don't even want to say There's that. There's three words. Yeah. I'll give okay, you that. Something in Paris. Yep. Okay. I, I will accept something in Paris because there is no edited version of the first word. Is it the N word? That would be correct. Yes. Why would you play that? Exactly. Because like, it's a hype song. That. You play a. They, are you trying to tell me that sports organizations play a, 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 a hype J- song with an N word in it? Uh, yes. They play the edited version of it. I got it from. I got it from a sports list, man. Yes. That's it's ridiculous. Jay Z and Kanye West. That would be correct. They're horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar to riding a Nikki D's car, which I'll tell you about. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Next song for Game of Tones. Hold on, we're almost we're, we're about done here. What's the okay. score? I mean, you won. Well, hold on, what's the score? The score is 5, 10, 15, 20 to 14. Okay, so the next one's worth five. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> the next <laughs> one's worth five. All right. Yeah. Faith. <laughs> Nikki D. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. But can you tell me who sings hey, it? Where's Khalifa? Okay, so what's the score now? Did you win? No, you already knew five points. Let me win. Did you win? You already knew that. What, huh? Whatever. <laughs> Adam, congratulations. Smart man picking the champ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you want? Collective Solar Mastodon. Let's go to Mastodon. boy. All right. And Gojira, April 20th. Mega Monsters Tour, Concord Pavilion. Uh, courtesy of Live Nation. They're all yours, brother man. Sweet. Thanks a lot. Do I need to give them my info, or how's it work? Yeah, give us uh, all your personal information now live on the radio. Just no, I'm just on. kidding. <laughs> Hang on, dude. No, we'll, we'll get it off the air. Hold on. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, so, Collective Soul, we still have, meaning that we will give those away in the 6 o'clock hour when we do uh, band class, which we do on Fridays. You'll be listening. Uh, the voice guy will tell you. But uh, it'll be a certain song. You need the artist, the song. All that good stuff. Uh, so if you want the betting lines for tomorrow's game, it's the Kings have made it interesting because of one person that placed a specific bet, hmm. which is cool. So you could care less about uh, sports in general, but everybody loves money. So I'll tell you about that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 90 Rock. The biggest tone for the Kings right there with Metallica until uh, – the NBA takes it away like the NCAA did to, uh, what was it, Virginia? Oh, for the tournament? Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was For Whom the Bell Tolls. I forget what Metallica song they took away. And so when, uh, and I think it was for the women, right? Yep. And when the crowd the crowd started to sing Metallica, yep. Metallica yep. retweeted it. That was so badass. So if that ever happens, which I don't think it will, I'm sure they pay handsomely for it, uh, then you guys will just have to learn the words. And start singing it. And start singing it. Yeah, that's all. Hey, if you are going downtown this weekend uh, and uh, either you got tickets for the game, good for you, uh, at the Golden One Center with uh, the Warriors being in town uh, to play the Kings, uh, or you're just going to a watch party, whatever you're planning on doing, there's going to be a high presence of of cops, which is good. They say it's not to intimidate. I mean, they're going to be horses, bikes, rickshaws. Feet, rickshaws. Keep everybody scooters, safe down there. We went roller down blades. There. Now, is it a is it a cop that also drives the rickshaw, or will the cops just be sitting in the back of the rickshaw? Just sitting in the back of the rickshaw. Guns drawn with this- a lo- with a long gun. <laughs> <laughs> a long gun. They, they, they say it's not to intimidate, but just to make sure everybody feels safe. I, I actually, I if I were the, uh, like Mister Spokesperson for the cop, and I was talking to the news, I'd be like, 
No, it's to intimidate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bad guys, right. There is nothing wrong with a little, because if you're not doing anything wrong, you're not intimidated. Uh-huh. You know, have you ever been to Mexico before? You know, Playa del Carmen, they ride around, they've got like three different police organizations. They've got the Federale, the Policia, they got all kinds of people. They're riding on the back of old Toyotas with yeah. with guns mounted. They just, then they made it. And they're machine guns all over the place. But even with doing nothing wrong over there, I still felt a little intimidation whenever I walked past them because I watch too much TV and I'm like, they may just come up to me and accuse me of something I'm not even doing. Well, so see, I was. I, I, I think the other way. I'm like, I like it. After 9-11, I was a little intimidated because it was the first time you saw, you know, guys in fatigues and, and machine guns in the airport. That was weird. Oh, yeah, that was for sure. But now we're all used to it, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody's holding a machine gun down the road from me. You're like, it's yep. normal. <laughs> That's Bill. <Normal. laughs> Don't drink and drive. Another reminder. You shouldn't have that problem. I don't know if you've heard of this thing called Uber or Lyft. It's very simple. You Imagine that. A couple taps on your phone. Save yourself Either A, uh, a night in jail, B, a lot of money, or C, God forbid, you take somebody else's life. Absolutely. That'd be horrible. They say at best about $10,000. If nothing bad happens and all you have is a DUI, it will cost you on average $10,000. No open containers are allowed outside. Designated areas in Doka, just FYI. This is just stuff I'm just reminding you guys about. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm reading. So you, th- that little area that you can walk around, they're saying don't walk around with alcohol, stay inside the restaurant? They, meaning the people in charge. Yeah. Strongly encourage people to drink responsibly and offer the reminder that no open containers are allowed outside designated areas in Doka. Yeah, so there are areas where you can go outside and and, and congregate and drink a beer. And- yes, those are called the designated areas. <laughs> so the, uh, if you're a betting person uh, for the uh, playoffs, the Milwaukee Bucks are the favorites to win the NBA title entering into the playoffs. Uh, they're listed at plus 275 on the Caesar Sportsbook. Celtics are next at plus 325. The Suns at plus 425. Golden State at plus 800. 76ers at plus 950. All good odds, like if you want to place a bet. That's all good money, right? Uh, however, there have been a pair of very big bets. These were placed back in July. It's amazing how they know this stuff. Like, I mean, it's they not, probably just studied all the time. I mean, it's not, it's not amazing how they know it because it's all done by computer. Huh. It's just... Amazing that it's analyzed and it gets out to the public, mm-hmm. right? So there are a pair of big bets placed in July by an unidentified better uh, in Nevada that the Kings posed the largest liability for Caesars. July 12th, Caesars reported that a better at the Trop in Vegas placed a $10,000 bet on the Kings to win the championship at seven fifty to one and another 8000 Dollar title wager on Sacramento at three fifty to one. The bets would net this individual ten point three million dollars if the Kings win. Whoa! And you saying a, a computer generated all this data, and that's why he did it? Well, I'm sure it's not the guy at the front desk that wrote it down. <laughs> well, what he's saying is that they they kept track of the bet, not that that this guy didn't use computer assistance to to think oh I should do this bet. This guy just came in and did it and they tracked that bet to this point. Can I not joke with you about this stuff? You take everything I'm saying like gospel right. Cuz I don't know anything about <laughs> it. Because so you that's are. why I'm asking. So remember the Kings overcame uh, a 250 to 1 preseason odd uh, to win the the Pacific uh, Division. So that's the biggest long shot to win any division that includes NBA, NHL, NFL or Major uh, League Baseball since 2010. I didn't know that. That's pretty interesting. So, you know, it can be done. Now if you're looking like I'm looking right now on Bavada. 
If I were to place $100, let's just say, mm-hmm. on this bet, Kings to win title without losing a single game, I'd win $50,000. Oh, that's not bad. That's at almost all. worth $100. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's the, like, it's 100 bucks. Right. <laughs> Hundred bucks when fifty thousand. I'm in. Right. I mean, what? I mean, how hard is that? Or like, you just don't have to lose a game, guys. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Take my hundred dollars. Sweep. Uh, there's a lot of these. I mean, you can make some good money here. I mean, Are you going to bet? Yeah. Ooh. I've got leftover money. Let me know from what football. bets you make. Yeah, from Super Bowl, huh? I said, let me know what bets you make because I don't know how to sports bet, but I'd like to put some money on the Kings somehow. You know uh, what I mean? Like, what bet you make, not how to do it. Oh, I was going to go into the all-Africa betting. <laughs> I just met. Are we betting just straight up to win? Are we betting on one game? I, I will follow your lead in that. Basically, he wants to do all the bets you do. Not all of them. Don't do that. No. I want one bet. No, don't do that. You know, what? if you, if you want to become a gambler, mm-hmm. what I've been told at least, and I'm not a big sports bet guy, so I'm not trying to play like I know everything about this because I don't. Uh but what I've been told, if you want to make easy money betting, women's tennis. Mm. There's a couple people that I know that that's all they bet, and they, like, never lose. They're okay. always – I mean, they hedge their bets, but they're always winning. Because of points or the actual matches that are won? It just makes sense. Tennis is kind of predictable. Okay. You know, you just know who's going to win, basically. <laughs> yeah, because in in tennis, you can have a player – Let's say when Serena was playing, right? Mm-hmm. Number one in the world. Right. She's arguably the best woman's, te- actually best tennis player in general in the history of the sport. Okay. She takes time off to be with her family. She comes back. She's not seated. She's playing in the Miami Open or whatever. First round, she's playing somebody that's, you know, 28th in the world, whatever the case may be. She's going to be the underdog. You bet on Serena and oh. you win the money. Right. And te- te- there's a lot of that in tennis. Okay. So that's how you can make some money. All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where millions of dimes were stolen from and who won't be the new James Bond. All right. Get you all that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's news. time for today's top two. And here we go. What is it? Second round of headlines? Yeah. Yep. All right, go ahead. Thieves broke into a truck and stole coins. H3? H3. It's normal in the trucking industry. Like, they would pick up a load. There's rules about how much you can drive, et cetera. So they have to get their required sleep. We've had lamb, chicken, TVs, refrigerators, et cetera, taken alcohol. So police in Philadelphia are looking for thieves who broke into an unmarked truck. The trucker parked in a Walmart parking lot to leave the truck to go sleep, which is what they have to do because they can only drive a certain amount of miles. And thieves broke into the truck not knowing what was in it. And it turns up that 7.5 million dimes was inside of the truck. Why? Uh, because they, they were- collected it from everyone else in the world that doesn't want change. <laughs> they went they, they went to everyone's car ashtrays. <laughs> no, what they were doing is they were moving the money from Philadelphia to Florida. So I guess they just was transporting dimes to somewhere they needed in Florida. And the thieves made out with about two million of the dimes, which equates to two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, how did they? T- that's that's heavy. 
Well, when you look on the video, it's dimes all in the parking lot. So it looked like they're just literally taking bags and probably shucking it in the back of their car, truck or whatever, and getting as many as they could and drove off. I despise coins so much. If there is an overturned truck with dimes all over the place, I would walk right past it. Mm-hmm. No way. I collect them. You can go right to the little machines and drop them in there and get them. How many dimes do you think that you could put on your person? I don't know how many I could Five dollars? Yeah, in a pocket. Like, yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> you don't have a bag with you. You just see a bunch. That's what I'm saying. You have a bunch of Is it worth your, like, okay, I'm stealing. I get it. Nobody's here. Nobody's going to know. But do I really want to spend the next hour putting $5 worth of dimes in my pocket and socks? Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I would still do it. That's a hundred and uh, that's a hundred and sixty-two ounces. Hundred sixty-two thousand ounces. Yeah, but you have to pick them up, and you know dimes are like the worst, right? They're worse than pennies because they're skinnier. Ten thousand pounds of dimes. It's two hundred thousand dollars. Are you talking about the whole truck? Yeah, I'm just talking about oh. what they stole. Oh, what they, they stole? The bad guys. They stole, stole ten thousand pounds of dimes. They got two hundred thousand. How many bad guys were there? They don't know how many it was. Strong. But, I mean, they were just chunking bags. I could just see them just throwing a bag. This is why, fellas, we we wear cargo pants, right? In case that day comes where the overturned dime truck crashes. (laughs) So you have have plenty of pockets to put your money in. We made it. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Second one. 007 casting director wants you to be shaken and stirred. Mm. H4. No matter who gets cast in what role, there's always backlash, right? And nobody knows that better than Daniel Craig. Because while Daniel Craig was a beloved Bond, a lot of people forget it didn't start out that way. Can you buzz her for that? That was, that was horrible. Oh, I that was great. That. Mm. that was great. Horrible. You, Nelson liked it. Don't he buzz asked, me. Okay, well. All right. So <laughs> Debbie Williams, who is the casting director for 007, is in the news because she made a comment saying that she doesn't believe a young actor can take on the role of playing Bond. Great. Uh, she feels like younger actors don't have the gravitas and they don't have the experience, <clears throat> mental capacity, or um, the responsibility. I agree. Totally. Well, people you know, aren't necessarily agreeing with her on that. Well, are they, is that like a, a, a Me Too sexist, uh, like they ageist? Feel like anybody, oh, ageist. Anybody. We, ha- we haven't protested. We haven't had a, a, a thing, right? A theme for ageism yet, have we? <laughs> no. no. We'll have it. It'll it, be coming. It's due. 007 is is a very um, protected character, you know, and for years he's just been suave, right? There's just something about him. Cool, calm. Cool, calm, collect. You know, there was there was talk about the new 007 being uh, Idris. I think Idris would be perfect in that role. I don't care if he's black or white, to be honest with Same. you, because 007, James Bond, 007, is just an agent, Mm-hmm. Right. He's it's just a number like really anybody can play double. It's you know, it's not like it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Right. So that it doesn't bother me. But you still have to protect the character and you can't have some 22 year old kid play James Bond unless you rewrite the story of like an origins James Bond. Yeah, it would have to be he's not 007 yet. Or going back to the beginning. Right, exactly. Uh, and then maybe two and three movies, maybe the end of that movie, he is 007. And then you get a Bond film, the next film. Best 007? Mm, it's got to be Connery. Okay, you're saying that just to just to say it, because that's what you're supposed to say? No, I like Sean Connery in it. I, I, didn't, care, I didn't care for Roger Moore. Uh, Brosnan was all right. I liked Daniel Craig a lot, but just there's something smooth about Sean Conrad. I'll take a rapist for 500, please. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Whenever you have that conversation with somebody who the best Bond is, it's usually based off of who they grew up with. Who they grew up watching. Yeah, that does make sense. Because I grew up with Roger Moore. So I had the the Walter PP, the gun, played guns, played James (laughs) Bond. I Octopussy. I loved all that. Uh, You know, I'm a Roger Moore guy. Roger Moore is like one of the most despised Bonds ever. I don't understand that. And you know who should be is the guy before Brosnan. Like, nobody ever brings him up. What was his name? Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, awful, Bond. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of it. I thought I knew it, but no. It was... You can see his face, though, can't you? I don't even know if I it's can like see It's like an his... angry, like... Who are the different Bonds? Hold on. You got Roger Moore. You've got... Uh, um... James Bond. You got Sean Connery. What the OG. is his dang name? I'm going to kick Timothy him. Dalton. Yes, Dalton was awful. Yes, Timothy Dalton. Awful Bond. Pierce Brosnan did good. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. I liked Craig. It was a good run of movies. He's good, yeah. And then what, George Lazenby, right? He was one of them. What? Right, wasn't he? <laughs> I don't even know Or is that, that a director? I don't know. It says he was a Bond. Really? Yeah. That's, that's news to me. Yeah, he was a Bond. <laughs> Back in the day, day. I'm maybe, here for maybe, Idris. Maybe he was the original one. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this conversation is going to be very interesting because I just learned about this. Uh, I was having a conversation in the hall here with some of my coworkers, and they explained to me. I forget how this came up. Forget how this came up. Wish I remembered. They explained to me how not that long ago, but back in the day, left-handed people had to relearn to be right-handed because of all these different negative things that surrounded people being left-handed. Had no mm-hmm. idea. Uh-huh. This isn't like that long ago. It's like our parents right? when they were in school. You guys know My about mom. this? Yeah. Oh, dude, this, there's so much to this story. Give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. We've got so much stuff in here. <laughs> it's like a messy dorm room. <laughs> we got a lot going on. Uh, welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D., there is Nelson, your phone number. If you'd like to participate at any time, 916-909-0985. Bear with us if you call and we are, as we would say, in segment and the phone rings. I might just put you on hold. Uh, just hang out for a second until we can get to you. All right? Just chill for just a second. Uh, the Odyssey app is free. It should be on your phone. All kinds of good stuff, including our podcast there and thebaileyshow.com on social at listen to the BS Instagram and on Facebook. If you follow us on Instagram, I do my best to follow you back. If that's a thing for you, we'd appreciate it. And subscribe on the YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. All free, of course. Uh, it, like, I love learning new things. Love, love, love learning new things. And so I, I talk to as many people as possible, randomly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I like talking to my coworkers because everybody here is very pleasant, very nice, and very smart. And I'm talking, and I can't even remember who I was talking to. I just remember the conversation and somehow getting on left-handed people. And I had no idea, I don't feel this way, but I had no idea how throughout history, left-handed people are like the devil, like literally like the devil in some cultures. And this isn't that long ago. They were telling me that their grandmother I believe one of them was their grandmother and the other one was their mother. So we're talking, you know, 60 to 90 years ago, which to me doesn't seem like that long ago. Right? I mean, we can remember stuff 60 to 90 years ago mm-hmm. that they, they when they were in school, they were forced to retrain how they use, how they write, how they do everything, because there was this stigma. 
right, or yeah, or idea that left if you're left-handed, and ninety percent of the population is right-handed, so this is just ten percent of the population. Uh, that if you were left-handed, it would cause mental dis, uh, mental d- disabilities. I guess mm-hmm. you'd be you like mentally retarded. Yeah, it, it would cause that. Yeah, if, my my mom told me the same thing because she's left-handed and she can recall when she was in school, even far back as just learning how to write before she went to school. She'd always pick up her pencil with her left hand, and she said my grandmother would take it out of her left hand, put it in her right hand. And when she started school, they did the same thing. They take her pencil out of her left hand and put it in her right hand. That's nuts. Yep. Where have I been? Like, <laughs> I don't know. like I've never met someone that has told me like one degree away that they had they were forced to relearn to be right-handed. My mom didn't didn't learn it though. She could never pick it up. So even though they try to make her do it, she'd always take her pencil and put it back in her left hand. And so she had to teach herself how to write because they couldn't teach her. If anything, I'm jealous of left-handed people. Left-handed people are usually the 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 one percenters that are extremely successful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, they're more artistic, and that's a fact. Uh, actually, I got it in front of me. So, uh, lefties appear to have an edge. Well, they have an edge in sports. Really? Like boxing. Oh, because of you're training for a right-handed baseball, boxing, you're training for a right-handed strike or a, a ball to come at you. That makes sense. Yeah, well, even think about baseball. If you have a left-handed hitter, that's good. That'll change the rotation on who, who they're going to put on the mound. That makes sense. Uh, also, fencing. If you're into fencing, it helps out because they might surprise their opponents. Um, you know, being, being a southpaw is what it's called. I thought my daughter was going to end up left-handed because she started with a crayon in her left, but she naturally started using her right more. Like, she chose to do that. But my ex-wife's grandfather, your mom's lucky she's as young as she was, he, it was beaten out of him in school. Wow. So he was old enough, you know, 60 to 90 years you're talking about, they could still hit kids. Yeah. And so when he would pick up with his left hand, they would smack him with a ruler. He was literally beaten into being a right-handed person. They like hit his hand. Like yeah. they would hit, yeah, with like a punishment. They would take a ruler and smack him. Well, I know and, about the nuns smacking the uh-huh. hands, the no, knuckles. Yeah, it was just a, it was just as big a punishment as if you had done something wrong in class. Has anybody ever heard of this? Like I'm just, I'm sure you, you're an idiot. Of course I've heard of it. Has anybody? I've not. I've never. Like I consider myself a fairly intelligent guy, an over uh, a well-rounded, knowing guy. Never heard of anything like this before. And my mother would share stories of. Back in the day, day of going to, uh, you know, the these Catholic schools and how horrible the nuns were and the things that they would say and the things that they would do, you know, because that was the 50s and the 60s and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I never heard of the left handed. You're going to be. They would say that if you were left handed, that you were evil, that you were like yeah. witchy into witchcraft and stuff like that. I remember hearing people say if you, you know, wrote with your left hand. Um, there was actually a murder that took place in my family. My great aunt was murdered and she was left handed like my mom. And they were able to decipher that the person actually killed her, said that it was self-defense because he took the knife afterwards and he put it in her right hand. She didn't do anything with her right hand. So that's how the police were able to, you know, solve her murder. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, you know, detective work 101. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, watch a lot of Law and Order. This was back in the day. This is in the my day, like, day. great aunt when right? they didn't this have SVU. Now, right? There was USA no Network SVU did not exist. No, this I was just it. basic. <laughs> Before they invented, right hand. they not invented forensics yet. Then, <laughs> no. historically, many lefties. By the way, if anybody's ever been retrained 
And there's a reason for it. I'm curious if you'd like to uh, join this conversation. 916-909-0985. Historically, many lefties were retrained to use the right hand because people thought it was an indication that they would develop a mental illness later in life. Uh, I even read reports of mental retardation. That's like... Isn't heaven, that crazy? Heaven forbid you're human and different. You know what I mean? Well, that's... Isn't that what we strive for, to be different? Right, but when you are, you get punished for it. I mean, that's... that's that, Look at the most famous creative people in the history of history. They were they stood out. They were different. They were laughed at. They were made fun of. They were they were the underdog. Geniuses. But but they when when they <laughs> persevered, they made a difference. Da Vinci was left handed. Uh, Kurt Cobain was left-handed. I did not know that. Yeah, pull up a bunch of famous people left-handed. <laughs> okay. It'll probably blow our minds. <laughs> there was a Time article published in 1969. That contended that ever since medieval times, stern Catholics were believed that being left-handed was the sign of the devil. See, yeah, that's what people used wow. to say all the time. But they also used to say that on on the flip side, if you were left-handed, that you were smart. That's well, I don't think the smart thing came until later, and that's a myth too. By the way, they've done studies on that now that's been updated, and the IQ of a left-handed person isn't any more than the IQ of a right-handed person. Studies show that non-right-handed students are much more likely to struggle in school and have ADHD symptoms. Hmm. One study found that children with who switch hands, you know, Bo Jackson, mm-hmm. the situation, back and forth are about twice as likely to have dyslexia. It's almost like you gain something else, like an extra creative gene. Uh-huh. But you also gain a negative, like a dyslexia or something. Well, because you can't be too good of a human. You know what I mean? Right, you can't be perfect. Right, (laughs) right. Because, again, going to the people that have changed the world that were left-handed, way creative, really different. They stood out. They also had something about them. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I bet you Steve Jobs was left-handed. Let's see if he's on the list. I do not see Steve Jobs on this. I do see a couple of tennis people. McEnroe's a lefty. Navratilova was a lefty. Uh, you don't want to play a lefty in tennis. Uh, Hendricks was a lefty. Jimmy Hendricks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Senior Bush. So uh, George H.W. was a lefty. So was Harpo Marx. Michael Vick. Tommy Iommi was oh, yeah. a lefty. Nadal, another tennis guy there for yeah, you. He's a lefty. Trying to see here. It looks like we've got uh, uh, the Prince of England, the Prince of Wales, William. No. Also a lefty. No word on whether or not his kid is a lefty. And the people that you're naming, like the, the sports, like Nadal, uh-huh. McEnroe. Are some of the best in the business? Without a doubt. Hendricks, Iomi, best. Oprah, lefty? Oprah, I guess best. What she does. Whatever it is that she does. <laughs> what she, what she does. does. She does. Neil Armstrong, he ne- was lefty? There you go. Uh, Japanese culture historically held the belief that being left-handed is a curse or a bad omen. Oh, yeah. How did I not miss? How did I miss this one? McCartney's a lefty. Paul McCartney's a lefty. Uh, and everything is is made still to this day for righties. Well, don't you? It, the first time I ever even thought about this was as a kid. Do you remember in The Simpsons, there was a whole like running gag that the who's the Jesus-y neighbor? Uh, um, it doesn't matter. But you know who the all holier than thou neighbor that's next door to The Simpsons? I'm not a big Simpsons. He started an all left hand store. In The Simpsons. Yeah, so that was like he quit his job or whatever he was doing, and he opened up a store in the mall that was all for left-handed people. And that's the first time that I ever even realized that there was that big of a deal between a righty and a lefty. And the Japanese culture is commonly thought that lefties have a harder time finding a spouse. I wonder if lefties are better in bed than righties. 
I use my left hand in bed more than my right. <laughs> I do. I've always joked that I was sexually left-handed. This is, oh, oh you're talking about with somebody. Like, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, well. Oh, well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good. The sleeper is the left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> this is why many parents have restrained, or I'm sorry, retrained, and some continue to retrain their children to use the right hand. Still to this day, in the Japanese culture, they do that. That's nuts. Patrick in Elk Grove, how are we? Oh, we're hanging in there. How are you? Good. Left, left-handed left guy, huh? Uh, I'm actually ambidextrous because my mom was right-handed. My dad was left-handed. Uh, he told me a lot of the stories growing up, like they forced them to throw right-handed, and it really messed them up because later on in life he had to have surgery on that arm so he couldn't throw the ball no more. Wow. Okay. But, so, but so- as far as, like, in general, there's not enough left-handed people to teach left-handed people so they would just basically say hey you're the one that's wrong you need to learn it this way and even within law enforcement with me being ambidextrous it made me very good for for being an instructor for like firearms instructing hand-to-hand combat because if you're not left-handed it's completely it throws your body off when you try to do it unless you're natural but fire firearms are you know i'm a firearm guy i should know this but uh, they're you're ambidextrous like a baseball bat it doesn't matter unlike a guitar that ha- you have to have a left-handed guitar guns aren't like that there's no gun that is made specifically for right-handed people are there uh the majority of guns are actually made for right-handed people they started making left-handed guns now though. both actions and uh Oh yeah, but, yeah, because where 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 you would where the shell would come out, uh-huh. or even some of the grips exactly. and like the safety aren't, isn't the safety, and the safety. Yep. yeah yeah. Now now being ambidextrous does that make you better than if you're like in an action movie scene and you you like have to go akimbo? You know what I mean? Are you better to have two handguns now and you know both bullets are gonna go the right place? What's helpful? <laughs> um. I bet you're a badass. Oh, he sounds like it, doesn't he? Yeah, some guy like is a, is a right-handed, right-handed guy. I'm gonna watch the right. Old Pat comes out with a left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. It really did make it easy for work. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, are you so you are a cop, correct? I used to be, not anymore. All right. Well, thank you for what you did, then, sir. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right, we'll see you. Hey, don't say the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Steve Jobs, lefty. You called it. Yeah. Smart, like really smart people. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Zuckerberg, and I guess the guy who Amar Bose. I never thought of Bose being like a family name. The speaker guy. Yeah, yeah. So the guy that that founded Bose, all lefties, all lefties. Uh huh. God, I wish I were a lefty. <laughs> I'd be so talented. Julia Roberts, Seth Rogen, all lefties. Charlie Chaplin. Look at that. Ryan Jack. Uh, Ryan Jackson. Ryan in Jackson. <laughs> You're ambidextrous, correct? Yes, I am. And how has it helped you out? And has anybody, like, forced you to be a righty? No, it's just sometimes there's something, like the gentleman before, the police officer said, when I shoot guns, I shoot left-handed. I shoot pool left-handed. I play guitar left or right-handed. I can throw out my fishing line left or right-handed. It doesn't matter. Now, there's nothing wrong with you, right, Ryan? doesn't sound like there's anything wrong with you. Actually, right now, my right arm is dislocated. Oh, so, well, that's good that you can use your left arm. 
Exactly. <laughs> See, so now I'm getting to be more ambidextrous than normal. My entire right shoulder is dislocated and shattered yeah. right now. So what? What? Just name me the best thing that uh, you've ever been able to do because you can use both hands. Uh, I'm not sure you could put that on the radio. Really? So in bed, you're like an octopus. Uh, you sound like a good lover, sir. Like you sound like an ambidextrous Casanova. Uh, look, Casanova. I, I, okay, hold on. I'll look. I let my fingers do the walking. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. All right. You guys, good show. All right. Thanks. Julie, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Another ambidextrous person, huh? I am, yeah. yeah. Are you special or were you laughed at as a kid? Like, do your parents say, something wrong with you, Julie? You got to fix that. You got to be a righty. No, my grandmother was ambidextrous or left-handed. And um, my dad would tell me stories that they would slap her hand in school. Um, but I'm extremely ambidextrous in the fact that I would, nobody else in my family is. And so I was taught to do everything right-handed. Um, just because they didn't know how to teach me. <laughs> wow. So when you, you found out about the grandma story, right? Were, were you as blown away as I was the other day when, when, when you learned that at some point in our history, people thought left-handed people were the devil and they actually forced them to change to go right-handed? Yeah, that doesn't, I, I, I did find that very strange. And the fact that they would actually hit her hand, they would hit her wrist and force her, mm. pull the pencil out of her left and for, push it, put it in the right if that was ever an explanation of how we tick as human beings we always fear the minority right we fear right. W what's different and to think that uh just 60 to 90 years ago i don't know why i'm using that number but 60 to 90 years ago we feared uh left-handed people i mean that's silly right absolutely silly oh yeah yeah all right hey julie thanks for listening appreciate you you're welcome have a good day guys all right we'll see you what are you doing over there searching for porn well no i couldn't i was trying to find out whether or not casanova was left-handed oh was he uh i he got shot in the left hand that's the only thing i can find out about his left hand well maybe he's ambidextrous from uh do much uh philandering that he got shot he had to get into a duel because he upset somebody for taking that person's lover have you noticed dating a guy nikki d what's better lefty or righty i've never noticed that i don't i can't recall anybody i've dated that was left-handed yeah, I can't think of, like, from a guy's point of view, like, mm -mm. I don't even know. I couldn't tell you if anybody, I don't even know if my wife's left-handed or right-handed. No, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that nobody I've dated has been left-handed. wonder what it's like. You should do one of those ads. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a left-handed lover. Single black woman looking for lefty lover. <laughs> lefty Lothario. <laughs> <laughs> CB... SBW looking for LL <laughs> to ride in your BMW listening to ACDC make me LOL okay no I gotta we gotta be riding and listening to LL Cool J or well there you go come on LL <laughs> looking for LL to ride in BMW to listen to LL or U2 or ACDC to go uh, LMFAO <laughs> or LMFAO <laughs> or LFO LFO yeah <laughs> alright we're done with silly stuff uh, anyway I thought I hope you found that as much as, uh, found that as much uh, as interesting as I did I should be trying to say I found it interesting I, I did. did too blew me away right uh oh, I'm talking about your car. 
<laughs> my car. Have you driven in her car? I've ridden in her car, yeah. He almost tore it up. First day I got it. Oh, God. What do you mean tore it up? Uh, Nelson cannot drive. Oh, you I let, can't drive. You let him drive your new ride? I did. I didn't want to. All right. I got to tell you about if you ever get a chance to ride with Nikki, dude. <laughs> in this new automobile that she has. <laughs> it's a very nice car, I might say. I must say. But I have... She she's like she's like a high school freshman that just got their first locker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The BS. I'll just tell you on the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Rach, my wife, uh-huh. sent me this for you, and it is a picture of black diamonds. Huh. Okay. That's her streaming name on her Meat Flap app. <laughs> That's where people it. pay her money. Look. Oh. Do you know? Do you know what it is? Those are real black diamonds. Do you know that? You know what it is? Have you ever heard of it? A black diamond? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Like the jewelry, or is that something else? It's a rare apple. Oh no, I've never heard of that. With a jet black hue, a taste sweeter than honey, and crispiness unmatched by any other apple. No, I've never heard. It's of in that. Tibet. Mm-mm. You have well, to fly new to, to me. Yeah, fly to New Tibet. to me. Uh, like your car is new to you. It is. And she gets this sweet new ride, this sweet new Honda Accord. I love it. All right. I needed a ride home because my wife has got my truck. She's in town for the weekend. And I get into it, and it's brand new. You know, it's got that new car smell, which is cool. <laughs> and I get, and I, and I look, and I open the door, and I see the floor mats, and they're Effing bedazzled. <laughs> That's how I roll. Blingy. Like she's literally had this car for ten minutes. <laughs> I know it didn't come with bedazzled floor mats. Sure didn't. I ordered them. Uh, well, I you ordered them before you bought the car. No, I ordered them the day I got the car. You just got the car like yesterday. I did not get the car yesterday. I got the car on Sunday. That's what amazed me, Nelson. I was like, she just got this car. How does she have bedazzled? I've never seen bedazzled floor mats before. And they've got like pink bedazzled, like little diamond things mm-hmm. on each side. And then it's a regular floor mat in the middle. Like, I don't want to put my feet on this. <laughs> Ask her what I put on yesterday after she got back from your your spot eating at Mel's. What, what did he do? He put on my plates. I got bedazzled plates too. She could plate covers. Oh, that was the other thing. She goes, uh, Nelson's going to put on my my plates. I was like, What do you have now? And she's like, No, no, not my plate. She didn't explain to me. It's the the frame. Uh huh. I was like, Oh, okay. So we go in because we you know we all went out to dinner last night, and we go into my house and she's talking to Rach and and I go in my my little tool bag, the only tools that I have here, and I get my drill or my you know screwdriver or whatever and, I, and i'm like what do you want me to do and she's like oh no they're at the house but like i was literally sitting there for like 20 minutes with this thing in the air <laughs> and we could have used it because nelson struggled a little bit the so screws weren't nice to him so i get in her car and uh she says take me about you know 15 minutes away to my house and then i look over her freaking steering wheels bedazzled <laughs> I've never been in a bedazzled car before. Now, that one you had to have ordered before you had the car. Because no. it was the day you came home, I thought we were putting that on your steering wheel. Because I went and got it from AutoZone. You helped with this? I put yeah. on everything but the floor mats. I'm ashamed <laughs> of you. I'm so disappointed that you didn't try to stop this. <laughs> what? I'm going to stop her from shining? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Shining, shining, shining. Don't ever say that out loud. <laughs> Don't ever say I'm not going to stop her from shining. Who are you? 
He's my hype man. What kind of language is that? I am. I'm not going to stop her from shining. How can I? <laughs> what a puss. <laughs> That's like the weakest, most unmanliest thing I've ever heard a guy say. Oh, well, never... Outside of when you cry in the last segment every day on the show for whatever reason. Yeah, you going to tee up something for me to get teary on a Friday today? <laughs> If I ever get jumped, I hope to God you're not with me. I'll take all the punches. You can run faster than me. You can get out of there. You know what I mean? I'll get in the middle of it. Hey, guys, why do you want to fight? Let's just shine. (laughs) Let's just just shine together, man. Man, Did you see that whale movie, guys? (laughs) All right, it gets better, right? So I'm I'm like, all right, let's, let's go. You know, let's get in the car. And, you know... It's fine. She's got the little screen, a lot of high-tech stuff in this little Honda. And the screen pops up, and, and she's one of those people oh. that when she turns her car off, the music is blaring right, <laughs> right before she turns it off. Can't stand that. So the mu- you know, she turns the car, and ding, 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 and turns on, and it's like, N-word, 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 N-word. This is a song that plays. It wasn't this Version, I, the, I promise you. Uh, no, it was not. This is a clean version. This is a radio version. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, it's horrible music. I can't. I can't passenger in a car to this. <laughs> and you know, the white guy feels uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, like, and, and then what? She's. She, it's so loud. The music's so loud. Because in her I have to get myself hyped up. I'm ready for work. So when I'm coming to work, I try to play some hype music. Be get honest. Ready. Be honest. Why you got your music so loud? Turn this stuff. You got your music so loud because you ain't, I got to bust you out on this one, because you ain't wearing your seatbelt and you keep the music on so loud you don't hear the ding, ding, ding. Is that your black what? voice, by the way? What do you mean? He, can, he has a black voice, right? He you does want? have one. He yeah. does. He switches it on and off depending on who he's talking to. Yeah. Yeah. I he hear does. I hear color. You do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's his black voice. It is. Because he like, you know, he's got that kind of. Mm-hmm. He oh, yeah, try to digs from his, try to do a soul thing. I'm going to call you out. And, you see, yeah. Keeping it in my house. Mm-hmm. Keep it one home. He definitely has the black. He's got a black voice. He does. Okay. You know that, right? I don't. I don't. I guess I don't recognize it. Oh yes, you have to. (laughs) Are you saying I'm putting on on an act? Then does it sound fake? Oh yeah. I don't feel that. Yeah. 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 Fake like a breast. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you girl, you gonna let that shine? (laughs) Oh hell no! I can take it. Yo, it's your boy Nelson talking at you right now. Mm-hmm. Just listen to this. I always did want to be a black guy. That's why. You know, I get in your whip and we can listen to some of that nigga Minaj. That's my jam, my joint. You need okay. to put something on them shoes. Okay, Black Diamond. Next time you need something added to the old car. Oh, okay. Hells to the no. We ain't doing that. We're going to make that shine. I got me an antenna all zigzag and flopping. We're going to put that up there so when we roll, the homies are barking. (laughs) Yo, it's Nelson, your boy. I'm the N-word you're looking for, no. Nelson. No, you don't say that in mixed company or around any other people. Am oh I right? He's gosh. got a black boy. I sounded just like him, didn't I? You did. Yeah. You knocked it. You nailed it. That's, uh, that, I'm going to be, from breathe. now on on this show, I'm going to be Black Nelson. <laughs>
like Black Doug from Hangover. <laughs> Black Doug. <laughs> so uh, let me finish real quick before you do it. Okay. So the the uh, the ride home. She's one of these people. This is actually the, the, the whole point of the damn story. She's one of those people that talks to you with the music loud. It wasn't even that loud. I turned it down. Turn the music up as loud as you can. Okay. So I'm going to Mountain Any man. Like I'm talking to you right now. Like <laughs> Didn't hear a word she said for 18 minutes. Not a word. Wow. I turned it down all, as soon as we got in the car. All I know is I was sitting on the passenger seat of a bedazzled Honda Accord listening to N-Word Palooza, and she had a conversation with me, and I didn't reply back to anything. I just nodded my head. That is not true. <laughs> Initially, it was loud, but then I turned it down, and I turned off Nikki and Meg and put on some R&B. There was no more cursing words, and the music was low. The only person I talked to in that car is I text Nelson, and he replied back with a black fist. Third round headlines, good. I'm going to tell you what state is cracking down on gun laws. Oh, hell no. <laughs> and how you can avoid mosquito bites. Oh, that's why Nelson don't go outside, girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> Get those skeeter on a Peter. <laughs> the big N stays in the love den, if you know what I'm screaming. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going <gonna> to vomit. <laughs> All right, it's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top Headlines. All right, Nikki D, quickly, third round of headlines. Go ahead. Michigan is tightening up on their gun laws. H5. I'm Devin Skillion. Universal background checks just passed the state house, the first of several proposed gun law changes. Anyone who wants to buy a gun in Michigan will now have to undergo a background check. And gun owners will be required to safely store all firearms and ammunition when around minors. This new law was signed by the governor just yesterday. This comes after all these mass shootings that's been happening. There was um, a recent one at Michigan State, and he just basically said that gun violence is a scourge. Um, it's not unique in this country, but he's going to do something about it. No, good for him. And again, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very much pro-gun guy, but I'm pro-responsible. Uh, firearm guy exactly and uh i i agree with the background check if you're not doing anything wrong and i just don't understand if you are a firearm owner you're pro firearm you should be offended you should be irate if anybody should want this it should be you because the people that are doing these things these mental cases these people that are trying to take down the world or whatever that's not you exactly they're making you look bad if you've got nothing to hide in what you don't, then who cares? You know, I mean, you've got a license. You're probably on social media. You got a phone. You gave your freaking social security number to the gas company. You know, I mean, it's like uh, enough of this. Uh, I want to be private. Exactly. That Go doesn't through, exist. Go through the requirement. You know, and, and oh, God forbid there be something on the books that says, 
that you have to uh, put them away in front of minors or children. Exactly. They shouldn't you know? be around them in the first place. And the reason why they do that is because when these kids get a hold of the guns mm-hmm. and something happens, somebody needs to be held responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times they're starting to hold the parents responsible. And they should. Mm-hmm. You I know. Agree. Uh, and it's it's a case by case basis because a kid you know is going to find a, maybe a kid finds a way to get to it or whatever the case may be. It shouldn't be just a blanket thing. Right. It should be case by case. But you know I agree with that. I think that's good. I think more states should do that. My ex wife's brother died to a gun uh, gun accident when they were little when he was eight. Did he get shot by a friend or is <laughs> it, it they, cleaning it? He wasn't supposed to go into the house. He was always told never to go in anyone's house, even though a steward was supposedly aware of how to handle guns properly. But it was another little boy saying, "Hey, let's look at my dad's shotgun." The shotgun was loaded. The dad was a known drunk and left a loaded weapon in the house, and they were handling the the firearm. The shotgun went off in his chest, and he died uh, several hours later. I remember my Uncle Milford, who's now since passed, military vet, Navy, worked for NSA forever, knew things that we didn't know he knew, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. that we never knew what he knew, but he was that guy. (laughs) And they were having a yard sale. I was probably five, four, six, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. They were having a yard sale, and they had a picnic table in the backyard, and he had a bunch of bolt-action rifles that he was selling at this yard sale. And I picked one of them up, and I dry-fired just in the air, right? I mean, just clicked. There was nothing in it. Whoa. And this was up north, so the, their backyard was you know, kind of grassy, but it had that, um, not rock, but it was like shelly kind of ground cover. And I'll never forget, he comes over and just rips me a new one. He says, you don't know if there's a shell in that thing. For the longest time, I thought they'd put seashells in these things. <laughs> oh, God. Because you're a little From kid. Off the but it was a lesson learned not to dry fire a gun. Uh-huh. Exactly. Right? I mean, you're a kid. You don't know any better. All right, second one. If you don't want mosquitoes, turn off the lights. H6. She says they're seeing more mosquitoes and traps laid out to monitor their population. Mm-hmm. OC Vector is treating areas across the county. More mosquitoes from mosquitoes. that man. Mosquitoes. Did you yeah. hear him give that news report? I did. Mm. He wants mm. everyone to be careful because mosquitoes. Skater Peters. <laughs> mosquitoes <laughs> are waking up sooner from their winter slumber. <sighs> and they're saying that it's our fault because mm. we have all these artificial lights that's making them think it's real light. Time to wake up, Bill. <laughs> So the mosquitoes are staying out a lot longer, which means you're going to get bit more. You have a mm. higher chance of getting a virus. Um, so be careful with them lights. Turn them off. Turn off the lights for the skeeters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them here. We don't need that man out there doing another report on that. <laughs> he wants people to be safe. Next week, we're going to dive deep into the skeeter light situation. <laughs> As they wake up, we're going to follow five mosquitoes and their sleeping habits. <laughs> They are, for real. Channel KRSS will be there all the way from morning to night when they fall asleep and wake up. (laughs) (laughs) And yours true, Willie Williamson, will be there on the scene. (laughs) (laughs) From first yawn, we're your mosquito station. First yawn. (laughs) Soon as they're done hibernating. (laughs) It's like Red Dawn, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, our buddy D'Lo from down the hall at ESPN 1320. They own Sacramento Kings Talk. They are the best at what they do when it comes to talking basketball. We, on the other hand, are not. But we're smart enough to know to get D'Lo on this program. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can give you the rundown, especially if you're going downtown this weekend uh, to Golden One Center to watch the Kings uh, beat up on the Warriors. All right, so we'll have D'Lo on here next to the BS on 98 Rock. 
doing my photo shoot with my Tony Tone Tone BS World Heavyweight Champion of the World belt. Very nice belt. I love that belt. Thank you so much. Matches your uh, jersey. Yeah. Welcome back to the program. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Don't forget, we're on the Odyssey app. You can stream us live. Uh, or you can get the podcast there or thebaileyshow.com on social at Listen to the BS, Instagram, Facebook, and on the YouTube. Subscribe to the channel if you don't mind at The Bailey Show. It's a big weekend here in Sacramento. Tomorrow, Golden One Center, uh, Golden State Warriors will be in town to play the Kings. Uh, first of the playoff games, as we've been telling you throughout the show, don't drink uh, in non-open container areas. Mm-hmm. Be good. Don't be bad. Don't get arrested. Cops are going to be in horses and rickshaws and uh, <laughs> just uh, treat the city like you treat your living room. Mm-hmm. And if you're out of town, you're coming in here to call some ruckus, there's a cop on a rickshaw that's going to run you over. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell. That's in a nutshell. That's what's going to happen. Now, to talk real basketball and what's going to happen, we'll go to the expert. And that is our friend from down the hall at ESPN 1320, the host of D'Lo and KC from 12 to 4 each and every weekday. My neighbor, our friend D'Lo. How are you, buddy? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. You know, we can talk about the game all we want, but we can't tell anybody uh, anything of, I guess, importance. Substance. Substance. We don't have, like, stats and important things and stuff. So we're like, well, let's get D'Lo on because people listen to him and trust him and he knows yeah. what he's doing and we could also learn, too. He's the expert. Yeah, you're the expert. We were just going to actually simulcast you and Casey over to 98 Rock. <laughs> Works. works. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time that that was mentioned today. Not, not 90, 90, 98. Oh, I was going to say, we just got here, dude. Don't take the job just yet. No, 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 no never that. No, man, you guys, no, 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 never that, never that, never that. Uh, all right, so. The basketball stuff, truthfully, the basketball stuff can be boring. Like, when you get into the weeds of stats and numbers and all that, like, it could be boring. What you need to know is uh, downtown Sacramento is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, starting tonight, Start actually starting right now, Yeah. Uh, there's rallies going on down there. Tomorrow is going to be an extremely busy day downtown. The game starts at 530. It's on ABC. It's the primest of primetime games. Uh, There are festivities going on all day. If you're going to the game, uh, if you're going downtown, if you're going to get there very, very early. Unfortunately, expect to play, pay a lot for parking. That's that's ultimate. that, That that's what comes with going to the playoffs and just know that the the series is going to be a lot of fun or the series should be a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a, a bet on Bavada that I'm thinking about taking plus fifty thousand. Kings win it all and not lose a game. What do you think? Oh man, um, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's a. There are bets out there for. I, I know someone placed a bet early in the season for ten thousand dollars on the yeah. Kings to win it all. I think there might be two bets out there uh, for the Kings to win it all. But to win it all without losing a game. Ooh, I'm I'm confident in the Kings. I believe in them. I think they're a good squad, but that's 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 pretty thick even for me. So I I learned today or I read today, the Kings overcame two fifty to one preseason odds to win the Pacific, the biggest long shot to win any division in any of the big uh uh the big four. So yeah. NBA, NHL, NFL, and major league since twenty ten. That's huge. Like yeah. that in itself is almost bigger than killing the drought of not being in the playoffs you know what i'm saying that's big well yeah no i mean the fact that you know the fact that the two went hand in hand you know to, to to overcome those odds from vegas the fact is you know there were there were win totals before the season started as low as 33 and a half like we have people who listen to our show who got in on on the win loss total at 33 and a half and we were adamant take it 
there's no way this team is 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 winning only 33 games. Just even if they're bad, they're not winning 33 games. And we had people jump on that. There was a 35 and a half number out there. We know people jumped on that. You know, one of our, you know, a girl, Trista Crick, who works with our with our partner over at BetQL and BetMGM, she got in on the, I think it was 45 to 1 odds for the Kings to win the Pacific Division. And she cashed out with a number so good, she won't even tell us what it is. But she got in on that like in October. Yeah. So to, to you know, the Kings have really, the really, the Kings have really like, defied everybody's expectations the experts the analysts all of that stuff they've had an incredible season they've played so well and it it it, you know all of that has led to that long you know 16 year playoff drought coming to an end and it culminates uh tomorrow and it didn't even dawn on me with all of these different storylines that we've had this is the first playoff game in the golden one center this is the first playoff game in that new arena uh that so many people in this community fought for so uh tomorrow uh, is the culmination of 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 a of a lot of hard work from a lot of people, and you hope when the Kings step on the floor that they're able to get a win. One thing I love, uh, D'Lo, is that to, to watch a city rally around uh, their sports team, right? And we've got mm-hmm. the Kings, and being new to the city, uh, you know, before I even started here at ninety eight Rock, I went to a game, and uh, I was it was blown away. It was just everything from just the game itself, which I think they I think they lost actually. But it was the vibe in the Golden One Center. The dude on the microphone, who I think is awesome. I got a man crush on that guy. Scott he's, Fresh. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, is that his name? Scott yeah. Fresh. So I see, yeah, I stop, like stop, calling, stop calling him the dude on the microphone. All right, because he's good. Really good. Yeah. Saw the yep. red panda, this Asian woman balancing bowls on her feet. That was cool. And then a big old hot dog. But the thing is about the what I saw as an outsider coming in was a city that was in full and total support of their team. And that says a lot. That's cool. And if you're a Sacramento King, like you're on the team, that vibe that you get must be amazing, absolutely amazing, because this is kind of a first, right? I mean, this is a new feeling for a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's. but if like speaking for the players, like if you're on the team, you've got to kind of compartmentalize that, right? Like the the whole season has been great. Like the the, the crowds – you know, the, the the Golden One Center has broke their attendance record probably like five times this year. They've find a way to and, and spoiler alert, they're going to break it again tomorrow. Yeah. They found ways to add more, you know, standing room only seats tomorrow night. Tomorrow, uh, you know, evening, 530 is going to be the biggest crowd. The Golden One Center is, is has ever had. It's going to be the loudest the Golden One Center is. And if you're a player, you know, you've got all of that love from the community. You know, you've got all of that love from the fans. But you've got to put that stuff aside now because regular season games one through 82, like that's all fun. Now you've got th- you've got four losses before your season's over. So you've got to make sure you get to four wins before you get to four losses over the course of the next seven games. And so, you know, you can ride on the intensity of the crowd. And that's an important thing to watch tomorrow, because when that game gets underway and those TV cameras go live, that crowd is going to be as loud as it's ever been. And if you're the Kings, you're going to want to keep that crowd involved for as long as possible. You don't want to get off to a slow start where it's, you know, uh, uh, 10 to 12, four, you know, you're down double digits. You're down really early. You want to strike and you want to strike quick because that sustained roar that's going to be there before the game starts will carry through the first quarter, second quarter, 
third quarter and into the finale if uh, you're able to play the way that you did this season, execute, hit threes at a high level, and 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 just play a high, high level of offense. Do you think it'll be a 50-50 split in the Golden Warps? Absolutely not. No? Absolutely not. I think I think so much has been made of that for a variety of different reasons. During the regular season, there are a lot of Warriors fans at games. And admittedly, there are a lot of Warriors fans in Sacramento. Like, guys, this team has been bad for 16 years. And so around 2013, the Golden State Warriors started to emerge. And they were, you know, they were exciting. They were fun to watch. Steph Curry, you know, the babyface assassin changed basketball, completely changed the NBA by the way that he played. And a lot of people who got sick of watching bad basketball in Sacramento gravitated to Golden State. So a lot of people think like Warrior fans coming down from the Bay Area. Well, the fact is a lot of Warrior fans live in Sacramento. Like they were turned away from the Sacramento Kings, I think. Some of them have come back recently. There will be Warriors fans there. It will not be anything close to a 50-50 split. If you if you ask me to put a number on it, maybe at the most a 90-10 split. And wow. that, in my mind, wow. is an absolute stretch to say 10% of the fans will be Warrior fans. So how do we feel about that? If a if the team's not good right up the road and become a Warriors fan, you know what? The team's good now. Let's go back. I'm going to be a king. Isn't, isn't that like the definition of a fair weather fan right there? Bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but it's but okay. Like, come on back. Yeah. <laughs> right. hey. Buy the merch. Yeah. Come on back. Like, the team stunk. We know. Everybody knows the team stunk. There was, guys, it didn't feel like this was ever going to happen. His team was so bad for so long. It felt like this moment that we're going to experience tomorrow, this moment that people are experiencing right now downtown, like it felt like it was never going to happen. So you wanted to leave. Now that you see, hey, we got some cooking. Come on back. It don't buy. It don't bother me a bit. Yeah. Come on, man. We got you. That's that's you. Touch- you, you sitting in the back. <laughs> no, you, you 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 don't get you don't get first dibs on the good food. But you know you could you could work your way back up. Have you had a uh, a good amount of people call your show over at ESPN thirteen twenty and say? You know, I'm that guy or I'm that girl and just didn't have much faith. And I'm, you know, big Warriors fan. But, you know, now I'll, I'll be down there wearing, wearing my King stuff. Yeah, there, there, there have been a few. But the, the beauty with the beauty with sports talk radio is you're talking to like a really diehard audience. Like the group that we talk to every day have, have been around for multiple head coaches, multiple regimes. They were around when the guy puked at center court last year. Like they've been around for this stuff. They've dealt with all of the bad. So they're rejoicing in this moment. There are absolutely people like the ones that you just explained, but more are the ones who are just so relieved that it feels like all of that is behind us. And we're just a normal sports franchise now, you know, with no, like all of these weird tags attached to them about them losing and being, you know, the longest playoff drought and all the major sports. It's like, no, we're just a, team that has a chance to to go you know play for a championship now we're just a team that's playing in the first round of the playoffs just just a normal just a normal sports fan now so we'll give some predictions all right mm-hmm. what, do, what do, just take the first game just take tomorrow's game uh how do you see it playing out man that that's tough the warriors uh, aren't a good team on the road uh, the Kings have been almost even with the way that they played at home and the way they played on the road, which is a bit bizarre. I think the home crowd and the emotion of the first playoff game in 16 years 
and for many players on the Kings, because the Kings, this current Kings team doesn't really have anything to do with the last 16 years. But De'Aaron Fox, uh, Harrison Barnes, a couple of these guys, they have to do with like the last six years. So for De'Aaron, this is his first ever playoff game. Uh, some of these other guys have been in the playoffs before in slightly minimal roles, but this is a, a very uh, heightened level of responsibility that those guys had that they didn't have on their previous teams. I think that can go two ways. Like it can kind of send you into a bad spot, maybe find yourself playing from behind, maybe wind up losing game one at the Golden One Center to the Warriors. I actually think it's going to go the opposite way. I think they're going to channel that energy, get off to a to, to a really good start. And really when we talk about stuff like that, we're talking about like the first quarter. Maybe we're talking about the first six minutes of the first quarter where that emotion is a lot and you've got to figure out a way to channel it the right way. I think they're going to be able to do it midway through the first quarter. The game settles down. It settles into its flow. You'll kind of go through the same thing coming out of half and go through that same routine kind of there in the third quarter. Then the game will settle down. It'll get in the flow. And I, I didn't even say this on, on, on my show today, but I, I think I like the Kings to get this one tomorrow. What about uh, when it's all said and done? For the first round? Yeah. Oh. Again, I didn't make a prediction on my show. I purposely avoid this type of stuff because I oh. don't like making predictions. So I'll tell you this. Well, you have to understand, we've, we've set everybody up for this conversation with you. <laughs> they're waiting to place their bets. and Oh, don't do that. There's, don't do that. Because uh, I wouldn't even place a bet with your money. There's tens I've of, been to your house. I know what, you, I know what your house looks like. I, w- I wouldn't place a bet with your money. There's tens of dollars on the line from our audience going, what's D-Lo going? My, butt, my finger's on the button. If the Kings execute, and I believe that they will, they can beat the Golden State Warriors. There you go. Wow, go Kings. And you can't just I, say I, that, I do. Right? So, so much of the Warriors right now is the name. Mm-hmm. They are the defending champions. It feels like from the time that they won last June to this moment right now, it feels like they've gone through so much. They've been a really inconsistent team. They had the, you know, the, 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 the ridiculousness of what happened with Draymond Green and, and, and Jordan Poole in training camp. Uh, they've had injuries to different guys, including Steph Curry. And it's difficult for me to pick against a team that has Steph Curry on it because that dude is just basketball Jesus. Like, he is incredible. But if the Kings execute their game plan the way that their coaches are setting them out to do, the way that we've seen them do so many times this year, I think they can win this series. You're going to be down there tomorrow? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to be in the I can't seats? wait. Am I going to see it, you? It, is what I said. Are you going to be down in the good seats? Am I going to see you? Oh no, I'm going to be. I'm going to be a regular media person. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll sit up in the. You know, Kenny gets the good seats. He sits down there next to Vivek and and, and all the celebrities because that's nice. that's the way Kenny Caraway rolls. I'm just a regular <laughs> guy, man. I'll be sitting with the rest of the media. Uh, I'll, I'll be sitting with the rest of the media watching the game and and hoping the Kings come out on top. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most famous. We were having this conversation earlier, so. Uh, I did many years in Orlando, Florida, and uh, when the Magic first came about in the 80s, late 80s, um, they had a, a go-to fan. A lot of, you know, we're talking Jack Nicholson with the Lakers, Spike Lee mm-hmm. with the Knicks. Uh, the Magic had the Orlando Magic fat guy. His name's Dennis Salvaggio. He's a defense attorney. Looks like the Penguin, just a fat dude that would run around and get everybody oh hyped up. Awesome dude. He's a good friend of mine, actually. Um, the Kings, do they have the super fan? And who is it? Uh... Celebrity wise, celebrity wise, no. I mean, no. Hassan Minaj is a big Kings fan. 
Um, you know, he's a Davis guy. You know, 50 Cent has business with the Sacramento Kings, so he's around a lot. Part of me kind of expects him to be here this weekend. Uh, but other than that, no, Vivek is actually known for having this weird rotation of celebrities come in where you not quite sure that like I sat behind Jamie Foxx one day I never knew I didn't know why Jamie Foxx was here I don't know if Jamie Foxx knew why he was here but he was here <laughs> sitting next to Vivek Ranadive uh Drake there's there's famous stories of Drake being in the locker room during the DeMarcus Cousins era uh so so Vivek has always kind of brought some celebrities out but there's no if I were to designate a a celebrity super fan it's probably Hassan Minaj. And what about for the Warriors? They could easily be at the Golden One e- Center tomorrow. Yeah, it'd be E40. Yeah, that, that, that would be my guess. Like, e, e, I, I, I don't know uh, who else they have, you know, sitting. They might have, like, the, you know, the thing with the Warriors, they might have the richest human being on the planet sitting in there, <laughs> but they're a tech guy, and you have no idea who they are. Like, right. it, it, it could be that guy. Um, but my guess is it, it could probably it's probably E40. Yeah. See, that just opens up for any of you diehard Kings fans. You could make a name for yourself. You just got to wear some goofy clothes and stand out and run around and get people all. Well, well, non-celebrity wise, we do have Sign Lady, and Sign Lady is very known for you know through the through the Kings community. Uh, you know, she she you, you'll never see a video package about the Sacramento Kings without seeing Sign Lady holding up one or two or ten uh, of her different signs. So if we're you know going away from the celebrity aspect of it, it's probably her. She's kind of like Sign Guy Dudley from back in the ECW days. That, Exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't run a split screen with those two, but I know exactly what you mean with sign guy Dudley. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. I respect it. Lou's a friend of mine, actually. (laughs) This is probably a conversation for a different day, but I'll say it since you mentioned the letter ECW so overrated. Whoa! It's so overrated. I've got a guest to have for you to have on your show then. And I want you to say I I heard. I want you to have that conversation with him. I don't think I want to have that conversation (laughs) with that individual in particular. But I I always thought like ECW is it was so re like I'm from Sacramento. Like I'm from California. I didn't like in, in the you know, internet was like percolating it wasn't really like a thing thing and internet wrestling certainly wasn't a thing i couldn't watch ecw out here so when you put like ecw up next to like wwe like man, get out of here like it's, it's like a small little it's it's a piece of history but it's 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 a bit overrated at this point disagree 100 percent. ecw was the pioneers of viral you were swapping vhs tapes in the 90s when your cable provider didn't have it on at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And that was before Tommy Lee banged Pamela Anderson videotape. Before any of that stuff, I think. Right? Yeah, it was before that. Yeah, that 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 checks out. I'll... You have me on your show. We'll you talk that. wrestling. <laughs> Bet. Right. Bet. Done deal. That's right. easy work. I'll see you in the neighborhood. I might actually be down there. I was just offered uh, to go down there just a second ago. So I might see you down at the Golden One Center. But thanks for coming on, man. And and uh, we'll, we'll bump into each other walking our dogs, all right? No doubt, man. My pleasure, you guys. Right. Thanks for having me. See you, man. Good one. Uh, D-Lo and KC, ESPN 1320, uh, 12 to 4. Good guy. Great guys. Very smart. That's how you, that's, that's, that's how you do it. That's the stuff right go there. Go sports. Yeah, go sports. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, I like sports. I can talk sports. I can talk basketball. So, you know what? You get the expert on. Boom. Should I go to the game? 
You yes. should go to the game. Obviously, you should go to the game. It's going to be electric down there. So actually, I got a text from the Golden One Center. They said, we uh, want to break the attendance record, and congratulations, you've won. You're the one person to break the attendance record. <laughs> I that put my, sounds scammy. I put my name into, uh, it's from an Angel Fire website. Angel <laughs> Fire! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, go see if you get in then. Oh my God. <laughs> you know how that works out for you. Uh, again, new guy to town. Learned something very interesting. Uh, how bad is the stealing in Sacramento? Is this a thing? Like, is this something to be worried about? I went into a store today that I shop in quite often, and I had never been in this store and seen everything. Well, not everything. But more things than normal locked up. Oh, I have experienced that as well. Yes. I'll tell you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Yeah, I was was amazed today when I was in Home Depot that everything is behind bars. And, uh, you know, because we're still getting stuff for the house. And so, you know, my wife's in town. We go into Home Depot. We get our little shopping cart. By the way, the Home Depot... Uh, I think the one we were at was in Roseville. They've got this little uh, food place out in front of it called Fat Dog. Mm-hmm. It's Me- a stand. <laughs> yeah, it, okay. it's not a food truck. I don't know. It's like I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's delicious. And the lady that runs it's very sweet, very very nice lady, uh, and it's brilliant because think about it. You know, if you're blue collar guy, you got to get in. You got to get your pipes. You got to get your nuts, your bolts, or whatever it is you're getting. And you don't have, you don't have time to stop at Applebee's, right? You know you got a you got a roof to roof. So what you just grab a hot dog and go? Well, it, that's the great thing about Fat Dog. It has more than just hot dogs. Oh, what do they have? Well, to, I've eaten a hot dog there, delicious. Okay. But today I chose to get the barbecue tri tip sandwich. Oh, so they got hot dogs and barbecue. Don't think I didn't meal deal it either. I got me some chips and a soda pop to go along with it. <laughs> well, they hooked you right on up then. And this is how I take care of my lady. What'd you get her? Two, same thing. <laughs> Give me this times two. <laughs> <laughs> well, we spent too too much too much time at Home Depot. I was like, let's go get lunch before I have to come into work, and and that didn't work out as planned. So you know, we were getting you know, I mean, just a ridiculous list of of silly things. And the first thing, don't you hate when you like? I love like I'm addicted to Home Depot. Because I can't use many of the things. I mean, I can. I just don't know how to. <laughs> but I like walking around and pretending like I'm one of the fellas. And you know what you're doing. Right. Like, you I know, know what, what I'm doing. For. And my old Home Depot, I knew that store back and front. Like, I knew it so well that I would overhear uh, a customer ask somebody where something's at. You escorted And them. I would ask answer them. <laughs> That's how well I knew it. <laughs> so That's a true story. <laughs> you escort them to the aisle. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a, you're going to have to go to the pro department for that. So. <laughs> no, no, no. You you would think they'd keep the pickets in the back, but no, they're they're out front. They pull them out by the concrete. Yeah. They're right by the quick, quick creek or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know everything about it. It's the worst thing when you go into a Home Depot and it, it's not your, your norm Home Depot. And it's mm-hmm. all backwards. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. you know, so this one, you walk in and they have customer service to the right. And then right in front of you, they've got lawn and garden. And I was like, okay, well, and I had put my list together in order what I thought home, de- you know, the, the aisles. Well, you thought it was going to be. So now it's backwards. <laughs> yeah, because home and garden should be on the right. This is how OCD I am. I'll go into my notes, my phone, and I'll do the little bubble checklist, and I'll check them off. Every, and, and I 
purposely did it in order of what I thought the Home Depot was in, because most of them are like that. Did you reorder the list after you saw it wasn't the right order? No, I didn't have time for that. I oh. just had to go <laughs> work bottom to top. I wondered how why you were so frustrated when you came in. And so one, one of the things I needed was a, a blower, you know, a battery blower. And uh, and it was right there. I was like, okay, so bottom to top. Why'd you need a blower? Because I got bar- things to blow. I mean, you barely have much of a driveway. <laughs> There's not many grass or shrubbery like what are you blowing you got a bunch of trees in the area though you always need a blower oh my gosh mm-hmm. you do not need a blower you could sweep your driveway no if you're a man you have a blower he doesn't need a blower he's a man He needs. i got blower. stuff to blow i mean is it that big of a deal for me to have a blower i just want to know what you feel like you have to blow like, you got the i'll tell you okay so the the trees the flowers or something they drop these little thingy dings buds Buds. Mm-hmm. Well, there's buds everywhere. Yeah, they look like <laughs> they look like what they said the shape of COVID nineteen did. You remember right. like little spikes coming off. I got of them. I got COVID pictures on my my floor. Okay, fine. Yeah. So I, I need something to uh, blue blue. What else did you need? Uh, that you got a whole list of stuff though. Oh, you want to see? I do. That, that's not the point of the conversation. The point of the conversation is, is that people steal. It, yeah. It, so the, the blower was behind bars. And the Home Depots that I've been in, you can just pick them up and put them in your cart. So I asked the, the, there was a lady, there was like a lot of employees and they were there to open up the gates. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, I was like, God, that's weird. Right. And she goes, oh no. And this other gentleman that came and helped me, he was really, really informative and he's getting the blower out for me. and, And he goes, oh, you'd be amazed. He goes, just the other day. Somebody stole like $18,000 worth of flooring up the street at somewhere, probably flooring decor. Whoa. And then they came into Home Depot and stole a couple thousand dollars. Like, how do you steal flooring? Exactly. Right. So I'm assuming they put it on a cart and they just go out. And because the world that we live in now, you can't stop them, right? You call the cops and the cops are busy doing something else. So they get away with it scot free. You know what other store I went to where everything's locked up? Walmart. So when I go down like the makeup aisle, there's locks on almost every single thing in the aisle. They had yeah, they had locks on um outlets. Dang. Wow. Which is crazy, right? They had uh locks. Oh, they had locks on landscape wire. Like who's gonna steal a spool of 12, 12 2 gauge landscape wire? And what are you using it for? Well, landscape. Well, right. but you think that's what you're stealing? Well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you want to see my list? Yeah, I want to see your list. It where have we moved? People are stealing and I know, isn't that crazy? And looting Sh- and shooting, shooting, looting, shooting, looting, and stealing, <laughs> shooting, looting, and tooting. <laughs> What's going on? Feels like home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need all this stuff on this list. Like what? Tell me, yeah, tell me something I don't need. Okay, he needs four tell digital me. locks for yeah. what? Doors. Mm-hmm. Digital locks? You need yeah. four of them, though? Like get in with a code or whatever, yeah. or like with your phone? Yeah, code. That's a cool. small PVC for handle? What is that? The I've got a, a pool skimmer, and the guy at the pool store said that I shouldn't leave the handle out in the elements, <laughs> so I'm going to screw it into the fence and then slide it in. Oh, yep. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's like having a pegboard, but now it's for pool uh, accessories. I just don't know how to put the screw in because it's a circle. Uh-huh. How do I get it in? The first part of the circle. I'm we could cut a. I could help you with that. We can do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> you know, if you got like a, a, a tube. Mm-hmm. Right, let me just show you this. You got like a tube. Okay. And I'm putting it against the fence. Right. I see that. I gotta. I gotta screw it into the fence. You don't know how? Well, I'm, I just want to screw this part, not the out part. So how do I get in there? We just drill a hole on the one side of the pipe. 
What? I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do that either. Oh, that'd be easy. We'll That's like it. the diehard. You know, it's like, oh, you've got two water jugs. You got a five gallon and a three gallon. You have to make four gallons exactly. How do you do it? You know the math. <laughs> do you know how to do it? Yeah. How? You fill up the five all the way to the top. You pour the five into the three. That leaves you with exactly one that's left inside the five-gallon bottle. There you go. Very good. Look at Nelson, mathematician over there. And the bomb by the elephant does not go off. <laughs> all right. Uh, fourth round, final round of headlines. What do you got? It. I'm going to tell you why a viral video has a middle school in trouble and where you can park your cars this weekend for the big game. All right. Get you all that here in just a moment. It's the BS on any Rec. Yes. All right, here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D. A Washington State Middle School is under fire for licking glass. H7. Some are calling it disgusting. Others say this was just for fun and laughter. Mm-hmm. A video taken during, during an assembly at Desert Hills Middle School in Kennewick has launched a district-wide investigation. The reason why the school is being investigated is because on this video, it shows teachers and students running up in the middle of like the gym is where it looks like they were set up. And they had this plexiglass in the middle. And on each side of the plexiglass was a student teacher on the other side. And they were licking whipped cream off of the plexiglass. Mm -hmm. Now, they're saying that this was done for some type of a fundraiser. I have not been able to figure out what the fundraiser was for. But parents, once they got wind of this and saw the video, are outraged. They have gone to the school district, and now they are under investigation. Are they outraged because it's unsanitary, or are they outraged because of the sexual uh, overtone, undertone? I actually think it's both. They're just they feel like the school was ne- uh, negligent. Like this is not something that should be done at all. Like you shouldn't be licking glass for several reasons, sanitary reasons as well as the you know, sexual undertones of licking glass face-to-face, a child and an adult. Yeah. Uh, From an outsider, I don't see a problem with it. But if my kid were there, I'd have a problem with it. This isn't something you do with a child. Like, if this was a fundraiser. How old were they? This is middle school kids. So the oldest you are in middle school is 14, maybe? Yeah, but obviously these people are not all perverts. You know, we always kind of go straight to sex. Everything is Mm -hmm. always very sexual, even though we're – terrified of it. it's like taboo for whatever reason uh th- there's probably harm i'm sure it was harmless well some of the kids you can hear but the- maybe that's the problem is they were so naive and they were so pure mm-hmm. and it was harmless that the it didn't even red flag a, that the the rest of the the world's gonna go you perverts why are you <laughs> licking glass in front of a right. kid i did a bit uh if you remember we're just talking to d-lo we're both wrestling fans but Back in the day, day, uh, what was uh, the wrestler Can- uh, Candice? Uh, she was the GoDaddy girl. Oh, remember, uh, really beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. And I did this broadcast. And it was like the a, a super show at the time. They called them super shows, where it was Raw and SmackDown. And uh, I in, in the commercial that she was in, she was like washing something. She was washing a car, or, or she was something had to do with washing. So I did WWE window washing entertainment. And did a, had a plexiglass and had people come out there and put a sponge bra on and wash the dirty window. Oh, but I saw that a lot isn't back that, in the day, though. That, no, this uh, no one else did this. I'm this is my own. Well, she original. Must have saw your I saw video. that in the movie. No, nah, no, nah, this is very original. <laughs> okay. The only person that's ever done it. Her name's Candace Michelle Beckham. Candace Michelle, mm-hmm. very sweet girl, beautiful girl, Jeez. genius bit by the way, and she did it for us. 
See, now that's next level when you can get somebody to interact yeah. like that. Yeah, she did it for us. And and I did want it to be perverted. Yeah. Like well, that yeah. was my goal at that time because I was that's what kind of show I did. Right. But was anybody mad at you for it? No. So there you go. You went under fire. It's amazing what I got what we in radio got away <laughs> with back. Dude, I did a um wet burka contest one time. Can you imagine doing that in this day and age? No, 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 no. no, no. That would not fly. Canceled. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be immediate. Get a little bit of trouble. Anyway, all right, there's the next one. If you're going to the game tomorrow, you will definitely need a place to park. H8. Feel the roar. No one's feeling it quite like the re-energized downtown businesses, specifically those in the downtown common area, meta-branded as Doco, one store in particular winning the lottery, it's Sugar, an everything candy store having its grand opening weekend coincide with playoff tip-off. So there's going to be so much going on tomorrow, like we stated. Um, there's pep rallies that's already started today at 5 o'clock. Um, if you are going downtown and you're driving your own vehicle, there are several different places down there that they have you can park and walk. And if you want to know the specifics, just go to visit Reserve sackpark.org and it'll tell you exactly where you can pull into and how far your walk will be to and fro i thought about this too late you know what we should have done today maybe mm-hmm. we'll do it on monday it'll still work on monday is, is see if anybody will divulge the secret parking spot like everybody's got a secret yeah. parking spot oh, for something yeah, they like do. everybody's got a guy mm-hmm. everybody's got they think it's a secret point. Like, nobody knows about this, but there's like 50 cars there. But it's still, it's good and it's accessible, but not a lot of people know about it, but maybe some people know about it. And your guy maybe holds a spot for you or like you've already uh, worked out a deal with him because you've been there before. Maybe on Monday. We'll see. That's how you made me feel about your parking spot at the mall because I had never been there. That's, and, they, and then I, when we got there, perfect I was example. Like, okay. Secret parking spot. <laughs> so now, when I went back, that's where I parked. Right. <laughs> It's it's a secret parking spot in front of Macy's under the uh, parking deck. Yes. Actually, nobody ever goes there, do they? No, it's filled all the time, but it's my spot. <laughs> it's just his spot. <laughs> People are definitely there. That's what I'm talking about. It's not necessarily secret, but you call it secret. He calls it secret. Uh, all right. It's Friday, so we're going to do band class. You are listening here in just a few minutes for a specific song. Don't worry. The voice guy and the sounder will tell you when it is uh, time to call. You will call me and tell me the artist, the song, and the year. you got to tell me the year, and you'll get Collective Soul tickets. It's not Collective Soul, by the way. All right. Uh, okay. You understand? You follow. It's called Band Class. Pay attention. I expect everybody to participate in this. 916-909-0985 will be your number. Like I say, every Friday, if you're smart, you just call now, wait, and listen, and then you're on the phone. But that's eh, just me trying to help out. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, my name's Jason Bailey, Nikki D. There's Nelson, and band class is in session. That song, I need the artist, I need the name, and I need the year it was released. Sean and Sack, the name of the band is? Dude, I have no clue. Um, oh, really? Wow. Have you, have you ever heard that song before? No, I have. I've heard. I have no clue. It's a buyer. Oh, okay. Well, I got to let you go then. You know that. Mm-hmm. All right. Joe and Sack, do you know the band? Third Eye Blind. Thank you. Do you know the song? Semi Charmed Life. All right. Do you know the year? 1997. Wow. There you go. Thank you. 
<laughs> I was worried this was going to take long. I thought this was pretty easy. <laughs> thought I was going to be put into another Hollywood Undead situation. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like nobody knew the band Hollywood Undead. Yeah, Third Eye Blind, uh, you know, it's a mainstream band. The only reason I picked it for band class this week is because here in just a few hours, they're going to be at uh, Thunder Valley Casino. And I'm going to go over there and watch them because it's like, I love these guys. Mm-hmm. Love, nice. love Third Eye Blind. So, all right, uh, hang on. Okay, got collective soul tickets for you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see here. 1997 nominations, Billboard Music Award for Modern Rock Track of the Year. Uh, they did win the Billboard Music Award for Modern Rock Track of the Year. Uh, Stephen Jenkins said regarding Semi-Turned Life, this song is about falling apart. It relates specifically to a drug-induced high that makes everything fleetingly uh, better. Mm. Perfection is the moment right before gravity comes back in. Very deep. You know, he used to date um, Charlize Theron. What? Yeah. That's awesome. Back in the day, day. Can you imagine getting a date Charlize Theron? This was like one of the first songs to my memory that was the worst radio edit. <laughs> exactly. Right? And they edited Crystal Meth. You know, which is kind of silly when there's a song called Cocaine that exists. Exactly. Right. I never even thought about that. <laughs> you know, or Afro Man, I Get High. Right. You know, like, I mean, there's all these songs that have drug references, but for some reason, Crystal Meth is the new F word. And, you know, it's like very. Stop. <laughs> It's very forward thinking of them because no one was talking about crystal meth in 1997. It was all still crank and speed and everything else. It wasn't Adele. What are you shaking your head at? You know, I have to get that information when they win. And uh, some of these emails that our listeners have are very interesting. Astastic 5-4. His email is... No, don't say his email. You can't say his email. I'm not going to say the whole thing, but you know how you call yourself Big Daddy Bang Bang. Well, now the ladies (laughs) called me that. Right, get it right. His email is similar to that. I'm like, what? That's right. Let me see what it is. Is it Big Papa Pump? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's very similar to... (laughs) It's like one letter off. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's... I think I have a fan. You do. <laughs> I think it's a new email. He just started that. I have a picture with Stephen Jenkins in 1990, oh, 1997, actually, 97, 98. And he came through the radio station that I was at. And uh, then I went and saw him. And they they said this on stage because they're from San Francisco, from what memory serves. And, and they said this on stage. They wanted to be a rap group. And so the semi charm life song is actually a rap song. Kind of, I could see that kind of. And 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 they ended up being a rock band, you know, a pop rock band. But uh, they wanted to be rappers. At least that's what he said on stage. I'll never forget that because I was like, oh, that's a neat bit of information. So they're almost like Limp Biscuit before Limp Biscuit was a. Well, I'd be about the same time though. Limp Biscuit was coming up. Well, think about it. You can really make any song any genre. You can take a country song and make it a rap song mm-hmm. if you're skilled enough. Yep. You can take a rap song and make it a rock song if you're skilled enough. Well, right. You know, lyrics are lyrics. It's just how they're spit out. Mm-hmm. You know, think about how many rappers will take any song, not not just not the sample of the song, but they'll just take any song and they'll make it their own into a rap song. I wrote down a song yesterday that we played here, and one of the lyrics in the song, and I don't have my paper, was a lyric from an R&B love song from like... 
Marvin Gaye or something, and I heard it playing in a rock song yesterday. What was the, what was the line? Oh, I can't even remember. Like I wrote sure it down it was, to was look it, it up. I think it was Tool. Was it Stevie B? No, it was not Steve. You always want to bring up Stevie B. No. Because you're the only person. <laughs> Nobody knows who that is. I'm telling you. That's 40 or over that doesn't know Stevie B. Nobody knows Stevie B. Ev- you. No, that is not true. Ev- Nelson's over 40. Do you know Stevie B? I've never heard of Stevie B. There we go. Okay. I'm sorry I'm more educated than most people, <laughs> at least you two, when it comes to amazing R&B music. Nobody knows Stevie B. Even when you tell me and I look him up. Yeah. I don't know him. I'm sorry that. And I know all my old school throwback. Bailey's the B in R&B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's good, though. The uh, B in R&B stands for blues, so you give me the blues sometimes. You oh, can be I the gotcha. B. It's an evening with Third Eye Blind tonight. I, th- I don't know what that means. Does that mean that there's no opener? That's what my guess would be, but I can probably look that up for him. Yeah. No, that's fine. I'll, I'll, f- I'll figure it out. I got to get out of here. Oh, we're getting out of here now. Yeah. Gotta I got to get, get out, out of here and get home. I need to ride home. Please. All right. Uh, you got anything before we get out, Nick? Have a great weekend, everybody. There you go. And Nelson? Go Kings. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, have yourself a great, safe weekend. If you're going to be doing some drinking, understand, I get it. But if you've had too much, especially if you're going down for the game or watching the game, Please don't get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that. I don't want to see it happen to you. All right, we'll talk to you Monday at 3. And bye! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.